following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Happy New Year. Chris, we should have brought in those noisemakers. Do we have? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Well, did you miss us? If you said yes, okay, that's good. Uh, or did you break your New Year's resolution yet? That That's probably more likely. If you didn't, well, that's good. But if you did, so what? And I didn't even make them, so, you know, I don't make them anymore because you break them. So what? <laughs> Just another thing that we do. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose, our first show of 2023. 2023. Do you believe it? And this is our eighth year as we enter the, the new year. And and who would have ever thought we'd be doing this for eight years? <laughs> but uh, it's a pleasure. And just want to say a, a couple of things. Hope that you uh, got everything you wanted for the holidays and you're going to celebrate the new year with good health and happiness and all that good stuff. Uh, for the first show of the year, I, I just wanted to look back. Because the last time we were together, we mentioned that there would never be a supermarket in Atlantic City. And about three days later, the press came out with the headline, the ShopRite deal is dead. And now they're looking for a new supermarket. Well, they can look all they want. (laughs) And they can look and they can look and they can look. And they're not going to find it because you know why. It's just not going to happen. So uh, we'll see as the year goes on. But I I doubt that we'll see a supermarket in Atlantic City anytime soon. But moving forward to 2023, the more that things change, the more they stay the same. And I'm talking about this fiasco this week that was the vote for the Speaker of the House. Now, what did they take? 15 ballots? And finally, last night, I I guess around midnight, Kevin McCarthy was elected Speaker of the House, and he got his votes and all of that. But what I got to say is the Republicans, I mean, they shoot themselves in the foot all the time. Here is another example of not really doing what they should be doing. And that is uniting. That's right, uniting. I guess that's a word that's not in their vocabulary. I don't think. Uh, You know, if they don't get their act together, we are looking at another four years, when I say four years, from 24 on, we're looking at another four years of democratic rule or Who knows who's going to run if Biden doesn't run, and I hope he doesn't. But whoever runs on the Democratic side, why don't we hand them the election? I mean, that's that's what I'm I'm feeling with this whole thing of the Speaker of the House vote. I mean, the Freedom Caucus, who are they? They're fighting over. It's just procedural things. And you would think that, hey, now they've got the majority, although slim, 
It should have been more, but it's it's a majority and it's slim. But you would think that they'd say, "Hey, let's 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 grab this bull by the horns and run with it, and and put ourselves in a good position for 2024." If they can't agree on a speaker, and eventually they did, but not without 16, 15, 16 votes. <laughs> so, I mean, it makes you think that they're never going to get this act together. So I just don't see, unless they get their act together quickly, and I don't see that, they're, they're just not... They're not going to win, no matter if it's Trump or if it's DeSantis or if it's I just don't think the Republican Party is their own worst enemy. That is for sure. You don't see the Democrats bickering over procedures. You don't see the Democrats doing any of this stuff. But yet they do. They do. And uh, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, Byron Donalds, and all of these people that, okay, they may be good candidates, and they may, at some point in time, they may ascend to the Speaker of the House. But I, I just don't understand what all this was. Why do they persist in bickering? And, you know, it reminded me last night, I saw that... Did you see the, the the little fight going on in there? It reminded me of that old joke. I went to a fight, and all of a sudden, it broke out into a session of Congress. <laughs> it's, they're they're actually coming to blows over this thing. So I, I again, I just maybe you understand it, and you can explain it to me, but I don't understand it, and I don't purport to even trying to understand it. All I see is that uh, one party now has the majority in the House and they should take advantage of that and be unified and move forward and try to elect a president in 2024, no matter who it is, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, anybody. But I don't see this thing I, I just I'm I'm very pessimistic about the Republican future today. And and it's because of that. And I'm I'm gonna go early to Seth Grossman because uh I saw a picture of him on Facebook wearing his Ron DeSantis hat and I was very encouraged. Uh I'm wondering if he if he's come over to the other side. <laughs> Seth <laughs> Happy New Year and, and first of all Happy New Year. And, and, and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Uh, I'm nursing a cold, so I'm not going to be at the LibertyandProsperity.com breakfast this morning uh, at 930 at Sal's, which a lot of people think is a good thing because now they can get a word at Edgewise uh, during <laughs> okay. the discussion if I'm not there. But for everybody else, it starts at 930 uh, at Sal's at uh, Groveland Avenue and New Road. And anyone who wants to come is, is welcome to attend. We have about... 20 to 30 people come, uh, and anyone's welcome. If you care about liberty, care about America, uh, all you have to do is order your own breakfast and pay for it off the menu. But to, to answer your question about how uh, messed up the Republicans are, 
uh, and, and how disciplined and organized and focused the Democrats are. Uh, remember that uh, Republicans in many ways are where the Democrats were in 1968. Because in 1968, you had the woke left back then was trying to take over the Democratic Party. And most Democrats were sort of centrist. They were business as usual. They were very much like today's Republicans. And not only did they have a battle uh, in Congress, but as you recall, this was a 30-year battle for the radical left to take over the Democrat Party. And remember the riots they had in Chicago in 1968? Yes, with the I do. And, yeah. uh, and then Rubin and, and, and all those songs, and it continued with McGovern. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and just the, the Democrats lost power. Uh, Nixon got elected. Uh, it was a disaster for the Democrats, but the, the left was relentless. And they just fought and fought until by 1990s they took over the Democratic Party. And that is why they are as dis- disciplined and focused and, in my opinion, evil today. But it's a messy process. So uh, I wouldn't write off the Republicans yet, but, but uh, I do agree that, that, that the Democrats are much better at the art of politics and, uh, and more skillful. And Republicans have to learn those skills. Otherwise, we're going to get wiped out. That's right. So... Uh, now, now with the, the agenda uh, for today, uh, we'll be talking about how Atlantic Cape Community College got so woke. I don't know if you've been following this, but as you know, I'm a lawyer. and My passion is teaching history. And for several years, I taught American history at Atlantic Cape Community College as an adjunct professor. And, of course, as an adjunct, you don't have tenure. You could be let go at any time, uh, which is what happened. Now, when I was teaching there, we had to use this radical leftist textbook called Enduring Vision. And Enduring Vision had 31 chapters giving the history of America from the Native Americans before Columbus until today. And almost every one of those chapters had one big lie, either bashing uh, American values, bashing Christians, bashing Republicans, or bashing Western civilization. And I'll just give you three examples. Um, the book starts out uh, that Native Americans lived in complete peace and harmony until the Europeans got here. And almost all, after then, you had nothing but you know fighting and massacres and uh, just evil against the Native, American, um, Native Americans called Indians. But the book didn't tell you anything about that you had some very good, peaceful Indian tribes. But you also had the Comanches, the Powhatan, the Iroquois, who were just... Uh, without any cause, just attack and murder and wipe out and enslave neighboring tribes. But the book doesn't tell you that. Uh, you had like a, a battle called Horseshoe Bend that the book went into great detail about how uh, there's a war between uh, the Americans and, and, and actually the Cherokee Indians were fighting with the Americans against the Creek Indians. But that battle was called a massacre. Uh, but there was no mention that six months before that battle, the uh, the Creek Indians had massacred 500 uh, innocent men, women, and children at something called Fort Mims, not even mentioned in the textbook. Um, so, so what I did is when I was teaching history there, I would supplement the text uh, by bringing out other sources that the textbook did not mention, and it was double work for myself because I had to teach the you know the like the lies in the textbook, but I also had to give another point of view. Probably the biggest lie in that book. It said that the uh, the Muslims started a holy war against Christians only after the Christians started the Crusades. And that wasn't true. 
uh, Muhammad himself wiped all the Jews and wiped out Jews and Christians in Arabia when he was still alive. His followers wiped out most Jewish and Christian communities in Israel, Syria, Lebanon, Egypt, North Africa for the next 50 years, more than 300 years before the First Crusade. But, of course, that wasn't mentioned in the book. Um, and I, I don't want to go into all the chapters, but I was doing this double work, and I was teaching at the college for about five or six years. Uh, but then suddenly they, uh, I was told, uh, you know, nothing personal. We don't have any classes for you to teach. And so that was the end of my teaching there. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to some you know, friends I had in county government, and they said, oh, no, uh, the reason you're not teaching there is because uh, you were not acceptable to the new regime at the Atlantic Cape Community College. So, so what happened? In 2017, the president of the community college, a guy called Pete Mora, retired. He was replaced by someone called Dr. Barbara Gabba. And she is into the diversity of the whole woke agenda. And uh, she has really made it impossible for someone like me to teach at the college. And as far as I'm concerned, this is inexcusable because Atlantic Cape Community College has a 13-member board of directors. Seven are picked by Atlantic County government, county executive and the freeholders, or now commissioners, and three by Cape May County. They're all Republicans. So if Republicans control 10 of the 13 directors, why are they picking a president who is making the college woke, teaching students to hate Republicans, hate America, you know, hate Christianity, uh, all these negative things and get the, get our kids to vote Democrats. It doesn't make any sense. And by the way, I was pleasantly surprised to see that in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis completely shook up the academic community by being six conservative trustees to the new college of Sarasota, Florida, and completely changing the way that college uh, teaches things. So the thing is, if Ron DeSantis in Florida could uh, turn around um, the colleges in Florida, why can't the commissioners and county executive of Atlantic County um, make uh, a- a- at least Atlantic Cape Community College open to conservatives? And I'm not asking that that kids be indoctrinated to be conservative Republicans. I just think that uh, kids should be given uh, a chance to hear all points of view and make up their own mind. Did you um, contact Danny Levinson on that? Uh, yes, I did. And I don't want to go into the details of the conversation, but okay. uh, I, I can give you the impression that he is very, very disappointed that people who he appointed, he expected different things from them, and it didn't happen. Yes. And that's one of the reasons I'm going public with this right now. Okay. Uh, so that's one point. The other thing that I like to, to talk about, and, you know, we talked about the uh, uh, Hanukkah and, and the importance of Bible study in American political culture. And, you know, every week, you know, in, in, in most churches, the Bible's discussed and every synagogue it's discussed. In Jewish synagogues, we do it systematically. We started with the book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, with Adam and Eve in October. And this morning in every synagogue, we finished the book of Genesis by, with that ends the story of Joseph. And I, I, the, these Bible stories that used to be part of American life, uh, no, no, our children just don't know anything about them. And I just want to give you three examples. Book of Genesis. Uh, what's, what's key in the book of Genesis? You have Cain kills his brother Abel right at the beginning. 
Yes. You have Isaac and Ishmael <clears throat> hate each other. Uh, you have Jacob cheats his brother Esau out of his inheritance. Esau tries to kill Jacob. And then you have Joseph with the coat of many colors who interprets dreams. His brothers are jealous. At first they try to kill him, but they end up selling him into slavery. What lesson do you get out of this? Well, you, you get the idea that, you know, a lot of evil, a lot of conflict, it's not caused by people of one race persecuting another. It's not about, uh, you know, foreigners. It's not about people with different religion uh, causing hatred. But that's what they're teaching in our colleges and schools, that everything is based on race. Everything is based on sex. But the Bible teaches this basic idea that there's good and evil in everybody. And we have to see the good in other people. We have to control the evil in ourselves. That's a lesson that, that is forgotten that has to be learned. Second uh, important story in the, uh, in the book of Genesis, of course, the Me Too movement comes up in Genesis. I don't know if you remember. When Joseph is sold into slavery, he uh, gets a top job in the house of his master, and he does a great job for the master, runs the household well. But the, his boss's wife, or the master's wife, Potiphar's wife, uh, wants to have an affair with Joseph. Joseph went, runs away. He's falsely accused of a trying to sexually assault the wife, and he's thrown in prison. So right there in the Bible story, you have, you know, that maybe the Me Too movement, you cannot believe every woman that sometimes women lie as well as men lie. You know, common sense stuff. But probably the biggest lesson that's overlooked you know, that, that we learn from this Bible story. And so Joseph uh, is in prison in Egypt. He interprets dreams. Uh, he can predict the future. He comes to the attention of the king of Egypt, the Pharaoh. He predicts there are going to be seven years of very good harvest, followed by seven years of very bad harvest. So Joseph, the Hebrew, gets the, uh, appointed to be the number two man in Egypt. He buys up all the grain during the seven uh, good years. And then when there's seven bad years, there's plenty of food in Egypt, and he sells it to the people, and uh, everything seems to be going well. Uh, except there's one part of the story that we forget about. And that's when uh, the seven bad years, people are starving, the Hebrews move out of Israel to come to Egypt to buy food. That's a good thing. Joseph forgives his brothers for selling him into slavery. He sells them the food. They should live happily ever after, but they don't. Because the, the Hebrews um, uh, have a friend in the government in Egypt, they don't go back home after they buy their food. They stay in Egypt. They live in the land of Goshen. Uh, they have a privileged uh, a life. They, they, they're doing well. They don't have to pay Egyptian taxes. But meanwhile, the Egyptians run out of food, and uh, Joseph, working for the king of Egypt, forces the Egyptian farmers to give up their land, give up their cattle, pay 20% of all their income to the government just to live on their own land as tenants. Uh, and you, you have that it looks like the Jews are doing very good in Egypt because, you know, they have a friend in the government. They're prosperous. They're happy. They're doing better than anyone else. But guess what happens? Uh, eventually, the, the Pharaoh, the king who was a friend of Joseph, dies. There arose uh, in Pharaoh, uh, arose in Egypt, a new king who knew not Pharaoh. And suddenly the Jews are slaves. So when you think that you're using the government to get this, you know, all these benefits, you end up putting yourself into slavery. That's the lesson of the book of Genesis. But 
I, I think young people, I think everybody would learn from this. But we don't. It's completely forgotten. But it was part of the American heritage for all these years. That's an interesting story. And, and, and you're right. I don't think anybody learns from that. Yeah, but there was a time when Americans would actually talk about these Bible stories, just like they talk about football games or baseball games or, or politics. It was just part of the day-to-day conversation. And now it's completely gone. And, and one of the purposes, you don't want to mix religion and politics, but this is not just religion. It's like a basic part of our heritage uh, where you have these stories that, that just teach common sense. And uh, that's one of the things we do at our Liberty and Prosperity meetings. Is teach common sense, and and that that does make <laughs> that does make sense, <laughs> right? Because because you know this you know humans we have the same DNA today that we had ten thousand years ago, and when we have kids growing up who think that they're doing stuff for the first time, they're really missing the experience of these thousands of years of something called civilization, and, and that leads to just one more point I like to bring up. Uh, and that's the horrible machete attacks uh, that you've had during the past uh, a week. Uh, and there may actually be an Atlantic City connection to them. Uh, you know, I'm sure everybody knows that on New Year's Eve, you had uh, a, a, a guy from Boston just attacked three New York police officers with a machete. And they called it a random attack. They don't understand the motive, although the guy uh, was a con- convert to Islam. And uh, they say, we suspect that had something to do with it. And then the next day, New Year's Day, you had this 19-year-old, newly married, white female clerk at a Dollar Tree store in Upper Sandusky, Ohio, was brutally murdered in a random attack by somebody who just hacked her to death with a machete. Just walked in the store, randomly picks a clerk, hacks her to death with a machete. Uh, What's that all about? And then what was the last previous machete attack? Last March, a black man uh, was attacking random Jews in Lakewood, arrested with a machete in his hand. Uh, Three years before that, we had this uh, man drove from Harlem to Munson, New York, with a machete, randomly attacked Jews with a machete at a Hanukkah party, killing, killing one of them. Now, what, what could explain all this? They always say, well, we don't understand what happened Perhaps these people were radicalized by videos. And guess who did the video that I think may have something to do with this? Remember uh, a year ago we talked about that guy, Zolfi Hoxha? Yes. Zolfi Hoxha grew up in Margate. Yes. He went to Atlantic City High School, graduated Atlantic City High School 2010. Uh, Five years later, he goes to Syria to fight for the Islamic State, and he's making videos urging uh, his friends in America to randomly attack uh, and kill non-believers. And uh, the, the exact name of his video is called Avoid Hellfire. And the whole message was, if you're a Muslim in America, you've committed all these sins, you've strayed away from Islam, but there's one way you could reform your life and avoid hellfire and spend eternity in paradise, and that is to... Get, die while you're killing a non-believer. Oh. And that's the video he, he sent out there. And it's still out there. Oh, but boy. yet, when all these so-called random crimes, New Year's Day in New York City, 
uh, or, or in Sandusky, Ohio, New Year's Eve. All these random murders, we don't understand the motive. And you would wonder whether anybody would ask uh, these people, uh, these suspects, oh, did you see that video by that Zulfi Hoxai from Margate, New Jersey? Uh, is it still out there? Has it been taken down from YouTube? Uh, I haven't, you know, you don't even know. But uh, that's something we should be asking. Yes. Uh, and again, it's always amazing how all these stories, no matter what happens, there always seems to be an Atlantic City connection to everything. Yes. So on that note, I can't say I'm rushing to go to the meeting because I'm going to have, uh, uh, you know, another aspirin and a cup of tea and some lemon. And uh, but everyone else will be there. And the final point for Liberty and Prosperity is our fundraiser, uh, which produces most of our money for the year, will be this February 25th. Uh, our speaker uh, will, will be uh, Trevor Loudon from New Zealand. All that stuff he wrote is on the website. Fascinating guy. Uh, he's a world-class speaker. Uh, you could order your tickets online at libertyandprosperity.com. Uh, so happy New Year. Have a great week. And uh, and happy the check is in the mail, by the way. <laughs> happy New Year to yeah. you, too. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you, Seth. Seth Grossman, libertyandprosperity.com is the website. And, of course, the meeting goes on as per usual. Without Seth at 9.30 this morning at Sal's Coal Fire Pizza. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial services llc is not an affiliated company it helps when you turn it on chris <laughs> our first mistake of the yeah. new year <laughs> check and for our first caller of the new year it's as it should be matt in ac matt good morning happy new year and welcome back to talk with a purpose Coach, I hope your holidays are great. Yes, really they were. Do. Yes, they were. Okay? Yes. And, and to all the listeners as well, okay? Chris and everybody. Uh, yeah. But I could tell you that I couldn't agree with you more. And I'm going to say something to you right now that I never thought would the words would come out of my mouth. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Ocasio-Cortez. <sighs> oh. That's that's a bad word. Listen, uh, <laughs> I, I, I I'm I'm sorry to curse on there, but anyway, um, <laughs> I'm going to actually say 
that she was right. She was on CNN the other day, and she goes, she's she's like popping her popcorn like watching a movie with this McCarthy thing with the Republicans. Yeah, yeah. She's laughing. She said they can't. We have 100% compliance in our party. And the Republicans, look at them. They're yeah. fools. Yeah. They meet idiots in themselves with these 15 votes. Yep. Or whatever it was. Yeah. Okay? She, I'm actually going to say that Ocasio-Cortez was right. She is, yeah. She's, she, I mean, yeah, yeah. the Democrats never step out of line. Nope. Ever. Nope. They all step in, in line. And and they hold they hold to their you know they hold their line, but these Republicans they made idiots of themselves doing yeah. that. Yeah, they really did. I thought that all week. Yeah, I mean that that Gates fighting with Murphy, they're actually arguing and poking each other and on the, on on the House floor. Yeah, I, I'm looking at this going, we are we're screwed. These people can't even. In the same party, get on the right page. What are we doing here? Yeah, and, and you know, what say you? Yeah, Donald Trump even said to them, "You know, get your act together and and vote McCarthy in." I mean, he even said it, but that didn't seem to do any good. I, I mean, they just they're just out of line. I mean, I I can't understand it. How grown men who know what they're up against and and say what you want. But but the dopes that are Democrats and lifelong Democrats are going to vote for Biden no matter what or vote for whoever is running for president on the Democratic side. So you would think they say, hey, you know, now we've got a little bit of a foothold here in the House. So let's take advantage of it. No, they don't do that. They fighting among themselves. I mean, it's a, it doesn't doesn't make any sense. I agree with you 100 percent. I, I, I look an old boss of mine. An old boss of mine, even before Harry was my boss, and he he said to me, Matt, I used to throw my hammer and I used to get mad. I performed it and fed or something. And he goes, Matt, come over here, sit down, sit down. He goes, all you're yelling and screaming and cussing and moaning. Did did that solve the problem? No. <laughs> and I said, Well, no. And he goes, Well, come on now, calm down. Have a nice tea, have a, you know, uh, and we'll figure it out. We'll get it done. Just calm down. They look like a bunch of petulant children. Yeah, in, in, in that in that vote. Yep, is what they look like. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and how about and, the and, uh, and your opening? Yeah, the the fist fight. What was that about? I mean, <laughs> I don't know who the, the there were two other senators, but anyway, yeah. Gates was poking Murphy in the chest, and then I don't know, man. They look like a bunch of petulant children yep. instead of solving America's problems. That's like, right. Who are we voting in here? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It, 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 it's just, it's really sad for the Republican Party. It, it, it really is. And with, That's a shame. with what's at stake, I mean, the future, you know, the Democrats say, oh, the, the future of the, of the country is at stake. Well, no, the future of the country is at stake if we if we elect another Democrat like Biden. I mean, we'll go we'll go down the tubes in no time. So we got to get this. We got to get this act together. Matt, thank you for the call. We really appreciate it. 
and a good call to start off the new year. It is Talk With a Purpose, and I'm John DeMassey. Every Saturday we're here, 9 until noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. We have John and we have Linda, and maybe we'll have you at 609-407-1450. That's the number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. We're coming back with more of Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. But first, we're going to start the new year off right. We're going to talk about B.F. Mazio. And, you know, I've, I've kind of joked about uh, starting the new year off with the resolutions and all of that stuff. Well, if you've made a resolution at least to eat healthier, then you start by going to B.F. Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And you'll find a lot. Uh, I mean, there are a ton of things there that you eat and you can eat healthy, including their prepared foods. I mean, they make their foods, and I had some uh, Chinese food last night, which was loaded with salt. And and that's, I'm allowed to cheat once in a while. But but talk about B.F. Mazio and their soups and their prepared foods. They make them healthy. They don't put a lot of salt. They don't put a lot of pepper. They don't put a lot of the, the things that would lead to a, a high sodium content. So if you want to eat healthy and you want to start the new year off right, you start with a visit to B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, and online at bfmazio.com. That's bfmazio.com. And, of course, the other things, gift baskets, fruit baskets. Uh, somebody sent me a gift basket from Mazio. You should see this thing. I mean, I'm still going through it. I, I, I think I'll, it'll last me till, till April or May, you know, but that's another story. But you know what I'm talking about. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. BFMazio.com. Coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey today. A mix of clouds and sunshine, not a bad day. The high today, 47. Clear tonight, the low, 25. Cloudy much of the time tomorrow, the high 43. A little rain in the morning on Monday, thick clouds followed by clouds yielding to sunshine in the afternoon, the high 45. I'm AccuWeather's Rose Tamburino on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450. We have the one and only John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Happy New Year and welcome to Talk With a Purpose. (laughs) Happy New Year. Thank you very much for that. That was awesome. Um, yeah, I saw in the early 2000s, I saw a cameo of the Democrats doing a single clap. The last time I saw the single clap was Brezhnev with the Politburo. You know, everybody claps in unison. Yeah, they walk in lockstep. And that's what they do. But, you know, here's the thing. What bothers me about Kevin McCarthy, 
He's in a huddle with AOC. What are you doing in a Oh, well, he's oh, just reaching nonpartisanly reaching across. Give me a break with that already. Uh, yeah, I, I can see why. Now, Mike Rogers, an uh, Alabama um, rep- conservative representative, uh, Republican, lunged at uh, Kevin McCarthy. There's stuff that goes on behind the scenes that we're not privy to. We ain't privy to. We don't know what's going on except they don't want us to know. We're the, we're the mushroom people. They keep us in the dark and they feed us BS. And uh, I won't take that back because it's true. But, um, yeah, as far as um, Islam, radical Islam goes, uh, Christian Prince, he's a, he's a Christian. He will not tell Muslims that are arguing with him on the uh, – he has a YouTube blog. He won't tell them where, his, uh, where he hails from because uh, he says, I have relatives there. I don't want, them, I don't want to see them that dead. And he says, oh, you're in a country where, that, uh, where Indians are around off their own land, but the white devil ran the Indian off their own land. Oh, I, I, we see. Oh, please, you, you forget who you're talking to. I'm an Arab Christian. We were the majority. And then you came along. You burned us out of our homes. You burned our churches down. You raped our mothers. You raped our sisters. You raped our wives. You raped our little girls. You killed our fathers and brothers. And then you, uh, then you forced the Jizya on us to attack. So please, don't, 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 you, don't, you, don't, don't pull it up with me. But uh, no, I don't have anything against regular people that are Muslims. But yeah, radical Islam is, uh, is nothing but evil as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. It's just as bad as oh, the yeah. socialists are. But, um, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, but um, I just I just don't like the idea of uh, I, I like the fact that things are being shaken up because I don't want to see I don't want to see the country club Republicans running the show. I don't I don't, and no, I'm not a Bush Republican. I can't stand the Bushes, man. But I can't stand the the uh, uh, the, uh, the Clintons either. I think they're all peas in the same pod. Yeah, that's and, true. Yeah, we voted for President Trump. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm coming more along uh, to your side with and Bob's side that uh, yeah I, maybe uh, we need DeSantis because yeah. uh, they ruined it for President Trump they they um, did and as far as uh, yeah they're they're trying to say that oh what he did in Georgia what did he do in Georgia he tried to influence uh, I think the uh, secretary the secretary of state uh, not secretary of state, yeah the, uh, he, he told him I need more, I need more votes or something you, you know it's you, you, give me yeah, some more but, votes. Uh, yeah, but now here's the thing. Why why don't you show the fact that there was video surveillance of the uh, uh, ballot boxes being stuffed with short camera uh, video surveillance of that happening? They don't show that. And they also talk about January 6th. There's 686 kit- people in uh, gulags, in Washington, D.C. gulags, for, uh, who had their constitutional rights stripped from them. But Ray Epps, the guy who's, who, uh, who, has, who who's a rabble, rabble rouser there, hasn't seen a day in jail. And uh, that's that's hypocritical and unconstitutional. And, yeah, I, 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 I'm glad to see things being shaken up. Thanks for letting me call. Okay, John, thanks a lot for the call. <sighs> hey, maybe we're making some converts. <laughs> DeSantis, huh? <laughs> maybe. Linda and Abseek and Linda, good morning. Happy New Year and welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Oh, thank you and you too and your family and i um, glad you're back to work. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a long time. John. It was. I, I, I felt like I was missing something for a couple of weeks and this was it. This was <laughs> Did it, you, you miss know? it yourself? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get up on maybe Saturday morning. Think- I says, what, what, well, I'm supposed to be somewhere, <laughs> you know? Well, maybe after today you'll think, geez, I need another week because <laughs> I don't agree with you guys. <laughs> well, that's all right. That's all right. A hundred percent compliance, really, really. You want a hundred percent compliance? Uh, well, you, you might. Yeah, I, I hear the Democrats talking about that, but of course they're the socialist Democrats of America, are they not? Yes. You want a hundred percent compliance? Maybe you want to vote in China, or maybe you want to vote in Russia, or maybe you want to vote in Iran, or maybe you want to vote in Iraq. 
wasn't it Saddam Hussein? Didn't everybody vote for him? Uh, I mean, I'll, everybody. I'll, I'll pass on all of those. Who didn't? <laughs> I, I think you will. Yeah. And I, I think you'll change your mind about 100% compliance. That's not healthy. No, that, that's and, not. That's not what I meant, Linda. I, I, I meant that this 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 bickering. I mean, this infighting, it, it doesn't really belong. I mean, there's, there's going to be fights. Yes. I, I, I don't, I don't expect. Make up uh, your mind. But, but <laughs> just because I, I want them to be united doesn't mean I don't want them to, to have uh, infights. But I mean, they're that united. was, they're, they're, they were ridiculous. They, 15 well, ballots? The, what did, what didn't you like? All right, so 15 ba- All right, come on. All right, so that, that, tell me what you didn't like about... Tell me what the concessions were. Um, I think there were 11 concessions. Tell me what they were, and then tell me what you didn't like about them. These people, these, the parade, they, you know, the, as, as the days went on concerning this, the more I liked it. They had, they were strong, and they shaped Kevin McCarthy, he will be a better. People will say he won't be better. He's weakened. Well, you know, you can't listen to the Democrats. These are the people that lie, and the Democrat media. They lie. They gave you two impeachment, two impeachments, and they want to give you as many as or many as many impeachments as are in a chiclet box. You know, they they (laughs) just don't give up on stuff like this. They never met an impeachment uh, they didn't like. (laughs) For sure. And uh, no, I mean, and, and if what so 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 look at look at the concessions that were made because probably you know no one knows them. I know them because I just read about them, but I knew they were happening as this thing was going along. And yeah, some good stuff came out of this. And um, yeah, no, I know some good, and uh, we came together, and we're stronger than we were before we went in. And, 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 and Kevin McCarthy will be a better leader than he was when he first probably would have started out. Now, and, and I, I want to say something because this, I, I, this is really worth saying because I, I, I love to hear when people talk about the Bible. And Seth was bringing up Genesis, and Genesis is great. But you know what was said in Genesis? It was Genesis 26, I believe. Think about this now. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Notice here, God is referring to himself in what? The plural. Yes. He said, let us make man in our image. God is, the, I guess, he, he, he's, he's hoovering and, and, and he's, he's just created everything he spoke. But he, he referred to himself in the plural. God's Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's brilliant, brilliant. So that's my contribution today. Matt, I'm sorry I wanted to get in there first, but I knew I would be late, but third's good. Okay, that's all right. Linda, thanks for the call. And again, Happy New Year. Craig is in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. And Happy New Year. Well, good morning, John. Good morning. And Happy New Year. And welcome back uh, to South Jersey, I guess. Uh, we're in the warm climate. Well, it was uh, it was kind of warm. Yeah, South Carolina was a little bit warmer. Yeah, I'll say it was um, okay. about 65 degrees when we left. So uh, we'll, well take that. Two great callers, and I didn't get to hear Matt, but uh, Linda and John, thank you so much. And, and Linda, you're so right, and, and I hope after this I make a roundtable of intelligent people to come on the show. But uh, <laughs> anyway, John... You know, look, let's let's talk about what happened here. McCarthy, 
okay, he's the money man. He gets all the money. Where does he get the money from? Pfizer, you know, these big groups. We got to stop that because all these people are getting all these stock options that are coming out. They come in with me. Well, let's talk about Liz Cheney. She had, she was worth maybe like $2 million. Then all of a sudden, the first year, she's, she's worth seven. And then the following year, she's worth 14 on $170,000 with a salary. How do you do that, John? Uh, you don't do it with the salary, that's for sure. Okay, so what do you do? You make deals, okay, that end up, you know, getting you into a situation later on where you're making all this money. Right. Okay, it's disgusting. And that is the swamp. And that's what took 15 votes, okay, to just to curtail it, I think, just a little bit, John. That's what happened down there. Oh, okay. And well, you heard oh. all the screaming. Well, look, let's, let's talk about that. So now we got bills. We got 72 hours to pass the, 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 those bills that they passed, the omnibus bill. Remember that one? Yeah. yeah. We got to pass it to read it. We never get to read anything. We're just passing all these trillions of dollars of money. We can't continue to do that. The other big thing is McCarthy finally folded at the 11th hour. At the 15th vote or the 11th vote was a full investigation into January 6th. Do you think this country deserves that? Uh, no, 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 I don't. You don't think that we deserve an investigation into January 6th on the other side to see what Pelosi was involved in? Oh, there? that 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 part. But I, I thought you were meant, meant that you were rehashing old stuff that was already hashed out. We're going to rehash old stuff. We need to find out how come Mr. Epps wasn't arrested like all those other 400 people. How all of a sudden Mr. Epps got an ex-FBI attorney to, okay, protect him in his uh, new case. So, you know, there's a lot of things that happened right now with our money, okay, and then what happened on January 6th, because don't forget Donald J. Trump did say, go, if you're going to go down there, go down there peacefully. Yes. And that's what he did. Yes. Okay, so... Okay, so when we're doing all that and we're going to get a full investigation, we might get to see Nancy Pelosi's emails. Wouldn't you like to see those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that okay. would be that would be good. Well, see, you got to remember something. McCarthy was going to brush that under the rug. Why? Okay. And also, on the, the end of this month, we're in front of the Supreme Court. To see, okay, whether or not the Congress did their job on actually passing that election on 2020 when so many people in Congress and Senate were saying that the election was rigged. Did you know that, John? No, I did not know that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that, that is, that's coming up now. So let's see what happens. Our defense this week went to SpaceX people. And don't forget... Um, Elon Musk showed a picture of Washington on the boat that McCarthy talked about, okay, the struggles. So now I think we're going to row all in the same direction, John. I hope so. We have purpose. I hope so. No, we have purpose now. We have purpose. And, you know, if McCarthy gets out of line and he doesn't stick to the conservative model, because don't forget, more conservatives are now voted into the Congress that couldn't vote before. 
okay, for McCarthy, but now they can. Yes. And those conservatives that Donald J. Trump put in, okay, because I heard that other part about DeSantis, but, uh, you know, uh, put in, are going to be there. And that's going to be very, very important. And don't forget, Donald J. Trump did support McCarthy. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, yes. And John was very right when he said that people, the news media didn't show you this, but there was big arguments. There was pushing and shoving just like you saw back in the 1800s. Yes. And like Linda said, this was a good thing. This this isn't the first time this happened. We've had as many as 138 votes to make speaker. Let's get back to our basics here. We need to have the basics in our country and believe in God again. Don't you agree, John? Oh, I, I agree. And, and and when they took okay. they took God out of the schools, that's uh, that was the beginning of the end, in my opinion. But yes. that's another another discussion for another time. Craig, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. And Happy New Year to you, too. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We have final thoughts in hour number one. Boy, that flew by quickly. And hour number one. And we have Andy on the line. We'll talk to him as well at 609-407-1450. And maybe we'll talk to you. Some open lines after that, 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk of the Purpose after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Talk with the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Getting back into the swing of things here. Just to remind you that in case you miss the show on Saturday, we have what we call the Talk with a Purpose replay. Sundays, 5 until 8. So today's show tomorrow, Sundays 5 until 8, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Andy and Brigantine. Andy, good morning and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, John. Um, So I want to not really play devil's advocate, but sort of. I want to put this in in a greater context. So would you say that you like Kevin McCarthy or do you kind of dislike Kevin McCarthy. Oh, I, I, I find him to okay. You find, I find him to be smarmy. Go ahead. Yeah, I I, I kind of like him. I, I uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I find Kevin McCarthy to be smarmy. I find him to be kind of sleazy, kind of like a used car salesman. Um, <laughs> he's he's along the same lines as Lindsey Graham. Uh-huh. Okay, so let let's let's start with that. Okay, when you look at liberalism, the Democrat Party, liberalism. Liberalism is not an intellectual pursuit. 
in liberalism, all that's required of you is to hear what you are told, to accept it, to not question it, and to just repeat it. And this is why on any given night you can turn on the news and see 10 different interviews with 10 different Democrats using the exact same verbiage. It's as if an email blast went out in the morning from the DNC to all the Democrats. These are our talking points today. This is what you want to say when you go on television. And they just repeat it. They never question it. Because you know what Democrats do to people who question anything they say, right, John? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. So now let's look at the Republican Party. Conservatism. Independent thinking. People who come up with their own ideas, their own thoughts, their own ways of getting things done. Okay? The Democrats claim they want diversity. But they do not want diversity of thought. Because anytime you disagree with the Democrats, they censor you, they shut you down, they destroy you. You saw what they've done with Twitter. So this is why every time a Democrat got up last night during the vote and over the past several days, this is why every time a Democrat stood up, they said, Hakeem Jeffries. Every one of them, Hakeem Jeffries, Hakeem Jeffries. So now you get the Republicans. They didn't all say Kevin McCarthy. Okay. Now, was it a pain in the ass for a few days? Yeah. Was it annoying? Yes. Yeah. Does it look ridiculous? Yes. But in the end, here's what happens. These 20 people knew that this was their time. If they were going to wrest any power, this was their chance to do it. And as a result now, Kevin McCarthy doesn't have all the power to do whatever he wants to do like Nancy Pelosi did. Okay? Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to give you a quote from Kevin McCarthy last night when this was finally over. He said, because it took this long, now we learned how to govern. So now we'll be able to get the job done. Now, let me ask you this, John. How long has Kevin McCarthy been in Congress? It's been a couple of decades. Yeah. And you mean, and you mean because of what happened last night, just now, you have finally learned how to govern? Shouldn't you know how to govern before you even try to get the speaker's job? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this tells me... This tells me that, you know, in the end, I'm glad this happened because now, again, Kevin McCarthy is not this omnipotent being who gets to run the show like Nancy Pelosi does. Because, you know, Nancy Pelosi strong arms people into voting her way. And look what the Democrats have done to the country. So now we have some other people who have different thoughts and different ideas and they're being heard. Now, I do not like Matt Gates. I will say that. But, again, I'm glad that, that, that they've taken some of Kevin McCarthy's power, and it isn't all Kevin all the time. Because, you know, maybe in a couple of years, we won't have Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Maybe we'll have somebody else. We don't want these people having all this power to the point where we can never get rid of them like Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. So, in the end, this is all a good thing to dovetail off of what Linda said, to dovetail off of what Craig said. The stuff that went on in Congress 200 years ago, if if you read some of the things that these politicians wrote about each other, some of the things they said about each other, 
it would make your your hair curl. So what we saw last night was mild. You look at what happens in Parliament in Britain and in some other countries where it comes down to fisticuffs. Yeah. So if you look at it in this big picture, what what happened over the last few days in the end, is going to be a good thing, John, a good thing. Oh, I hope you're right. I hope you're right, and I hope the Republicans unite. Really, I do. Andy, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I, I, I just want harmony, and I don't want another four years of Democratic rule. That's, that's, that's I mean, Democrat rule. I just, just can't take it, and I don't think the country can take it. Boy. Well, coming up in hour number two, that's uh, hour number one. Man, did that fly by. Hour number two, uh, I'll give you a progress report on January 6th. And Pope Benedict, of course, uh, passed away uh, earlier this week and all kinds of uh, accolades. Why? (laughs) We'll talk about that and other things as well. Talk with a purpose, Saturdays, nine till noon. Hour number one in the books, hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. Our first show of the new year. And hopefully not our last. (laughs) A lot to talk about in this hour. And we'll get to Matt in just a minute. But uh, I wanted to give you a scorecard on the January 6th investigation. I thought this was at least worth mentioning. Uh, To date... The number of defendants charged is almost 1,000. More than 100 police officers were injured. More than 260 defendants have been charged with assaulting or impeding law enforcement on January 6th. Nearly 500 people have pleaded guilty to riot-related charges at least 362 riot defendants were sentenced by the end of 2022. Roughly 200 of those have received terms of imprisonment ranging from seven days to 10 years. Prosecutors had recommended a jail or prison sentence in roughly 300 of those 362 cases. So, uh, you know, they, they've been busy. The, the Justice Department has been busy. But I uh, just thought it, it was interesting that all of this investigation and all of the things that have happened, and and they're, they're still going to investigate January 6th. So we'll, we'll, we'll continue to, to talk about that. 
Matt is in AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome back to Talk with the Purpose. Coach, how are you, buddy? Good. How about you? Had to call back in. Had to call back in listening to the other listeners. Uh, Linda, Bob, Craig, you know, John. Uh, the bottom line is, uh, John, that you got to get a speaker in place and start getting stuff done. Yes. Okay. The yes. border's leaking every day. Okay. Every day the border's leaking. It's leaking bad. Uh, uh, they're spending money on the omnibus bill. Uh, I mean, the bottom line is the infighting needs to stop. Yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. I no, mean, Linda yeah. had made, Linda had made mention that, you know, well, maybe they're not going to record you down a couple takes. But look, we need to get a speaker nominated and get things happening now, right now. Okay. I, I don't care who it is. If it was the other guy, Jeffries, I don't care. Get him in there and get it done. Yeah. All right. You, do you know the multi-millions of dollars we're spending on immigrants right now? Do you quite understand yeah. that it's coming out of our pockets? Yeah. Yeah. Lori Lightweight, the you mayor, that, right? the, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightweight, <laughs> she... She's looking for fifty million dollars. <laughs> that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. She's a sanctuary city, and she's looking for money. <laughs> He's looking for fifty three point two million dollars for sixteen hundred immigrants. Yeah. Are you kidding me, John? Yeah, yeah that, that she, uh, she's you know. Well, so she's a Democrat. Got to stop. <laughs> it's gotta uh, stop. Well, like I said, and and Linda slightly disagree with me, but. Uh, they stay in line. That that's their dig, yeah. man. They do it. They do. That's right. You know. That's right. Uh, and, and and what we do, we we fight. We fight well amongst ourselves. Yeah. I know we want it right. I know we want it right. But look at here, John. Yeah. We have to get somebody in, uh, in the speaker role and start making policy. Yeah. That's, and that's... stop the money train from flowing out the door. Yes, right? that's right. That's right. Matt, th thanks what again. Thanks again for the call. Appreciate it. <laughs> Can you imagine Lori Lightweight wants 50, $53.2 million? Okay. <laughs> Maybe the CRDA will give it to her. Who knows? <laughs> oh, boy. This, this, this stuff, when you do this show, nothing's... Ceases to amaze you. That, that, that's, that goes without saying. I, I just wanted to mention, uh, we got to talk about President Biden a little bit. Uh, wait till you hear this. President Biden has announced new immigration restrictions. Talk about <laughs> the fox guarding the hen house and... and making restrictions <laughs> I mean, this, is, this, is, this is another joke uh, he is um, including the expansion of programs to remove people quickly without letting them seek asylum uh, this is to address one of the weaknesses of the Biden administration supposedly the measures will expand Biden's use 
of parole authorities to allow 30,000 migrants from Cuba, Nicaragua, Haiti, and Venezuela each month as long as a U.S. sponsor applies for them first. So what if they don't have a sponsor? Well, I'll get to that. So those without authorization will see rapid expulsion to Mexico. (laughs) Okay. Mexico has agreed to take back 30,000 border crossers from those nations each month, according to U.S. officials. I don't know about this, but the changes are likely to draw challenges from immigration advocacy groups because U.S. law says that anyone can apply for asylum after setting foot on U.S. soil. This is where this gets messy. But officials. But officials say people are misusing those laws to cross the border to work. Well, of course they are. But it's not grounds for humanitarian protection. Two years of record number of people illegally crossing the borders. And now he says, well, we're going to do this and we're going to send them to Mexico. I I don't think it's going to work. Do you? It's Joe Biden. (laughs) It can't work. Oh, you can't make this stuff up. John is in Ocean City. John, good morning. Wow, expulsion of uh, illegal immigrants. I guess they're starting to uh, move into, they're, they're seeking sanctuary in Rehoboth Beach, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, that would be good. <laughs> Send them all to Rehoboth, right right near his uh, near his home there, you know? That's right. Doc, Dr. Joe, put your cooking apron on. You got some cooking to do, babe. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to uh, say um, Kevin McCarthy is like the lesser of two evils here. I don't know. I mean... I'm hoping he's going to do something. He's going to address the uh, border crisis, he says. He says he's also going to uh, get to the bottom of what happened on January 6th and get to the bottom of where the COVID came from. Well, we know where the COVID came from. It came from uh, uh, Wuhan Laboratory, yep. the Laboratory yep. of Virology of Wuhan. Yep. Yeah, that's, where we know, that's where it came from. We don't, uh, we don't need to know. We need, to, we, need, yeah, we need some more action here. I just hate the idea of lesser two evils because uh, anything is better than Nancy Pelosi, but it was going to be the same old, you know, the SOS, and that's, that's disappointing to know. And uh, no, my my brothers would have been uh, Steve Scalise would have been my brothers, you know, yeah. or Jim Jordan second. But no, I'm I'm not a Kevin McCarthy fan whatsoever. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, so hopefully he'll he'll follow through what he said. Those three promises: to address the border, uh, get to the bottom of what happened January sixth. The Democrats aren't letting up on it. And also um, the third thing that I mentioned. Um, but I just want to say, just to add to what a. Uh, um, uh, my brain ain't working, man. Um, <laughs> That's all right. It's uh-oh. the first show of the new year. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to get in the swing of things, you know? Yeah. Now, now the, we're, we're Trinitarians. We believe that God is one essence in these three persons. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. But the Unitarians, they believe God is one. Jesus Christ is not God. And we, we, we try to explain in the Pentateuch, which are the first five books of the Bible, <clears throat> that it, it does say in one of the books, it says, the Lord our God is one, Adonai, but it also says that God is Elohim. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Now, they try to say that the Elohim there is referring to the angelic realm. However, that, that E in Elohim is in capital. So it's spirit. It, it is spirit. Elohim means spirit, and angels are spirit. But that's in lowercase when it's referring to angels, and angels are creatures. They're not creators. And also, 
I am that I am. This is what you're to tell the children of Israel, that I am, capital I, capital A, capital M, has sent me unto you. That's Father God talking to Moses to tell the children of Israel who he is. Now, Jesus Christ in John 8, 58 says, before Abraham was, capital I, capital A, capital M. And then he says in Matthew uh, 28, 19, therefore, go and make disciples of all the earth in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. There's your, there's your triune God. So that's why we believe the way we believe. We're not just a bunch of uh, Archie Barkers who can't think straight. We we believe for a reason why we believe. So that's what I want to say. Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you all with us. And getting back into the uh, swing of things. Uh, Greg, hang on for a minute. Uh, we'll take his call in just a minute. I, I got to talk about this because I've talked about it before. And this week, uh, the Vatican has been very busy paying respects to the late Pope Benedict. Uh, he's the former pope. He resigned several years ago. And he's the first pope to resign in almost 600 years. And And that's not the thing that I wanted to talk about. Nobody seems to mention the letter that Pope Benedict had written before his death, and it was read after his death. And, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the letter in front of me, but I heard about it. And he mentions that he had regrets about his handling of the church's sex scandal and how he could have done more with regards to those cases. And in all of the accolades, oh, he was a great theologian, and he was this, and he was that, and maybe he did all that. Uh, let's, let's give him that. But he didn't help those people who were abused. He didn't do anything. He let it go, just like thousands of others in the Catholic Church. And nowhere was this mentioned. And I thought this was interesting because there were some 60,000 people who visited the Vatican where Pope Benedict's body lied in state. And I'm just wondering, did those 60,000 people or others who mourned around the world, did they ever think about those who were abused? by Catholic priests, did they ever think about the trauma that they've had to endure? Did they ever think that, and, and let's face it, when this kind of abuse happens, it doesn't go away. It could be 10 years, it could be 20 years, it could be 30 years, it doesn't go away. And all of these people who were abused have to live with it. And nobody said anything about that. Nobody said, oh, you know, we, f we mourn for those who were abused. Nobody mourned for them. They mourned for Pope Benedict. And I just wonder, where's, where's the standards, especially the Catholic Church? Maybe they're getting better now. Who knows? I, I, we don't know. But I just thought, 
And I got more to say about that. I, I don't want Greg to stay on hold for too long, but uh, really, just wondering, where is our priorities? Why don't we say a, a couple of prayers for those people? They need it more than Pope Benedict. He led a very, very good life. And for the last 10 years has been in retirement somewhere in Rome and living his life. And those who were abused have to live with that every day and are probably in therapy and will continue to be in therapy. It's it's just sad. It really is. Let's talk to Greg and Abseek. And Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Mr. DeMassey, good morning. Good morning and Happy New Year. I was going to talk about Happy New Year to you, sir. I'll talk about three things. I pray for the Pope we have right now. Yeah. Because he's going to have to stand before God and yeah. explain what the hell he was doing. Yeah. That's that, that would be an interesting fly on the wall. Yeah, that, that sure would. I'd, I'd like to see how he'd get out of that Unbelievable. one. <laughs> how would he get out of that one, exactly. huh? Exactly. Right. It's just like these people that commit death to infants and they think they're going to be forgiven yeah. at the end. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. You kill his gifts and he's going to now forget about it. Yeah. Right. Good luck. That's right. Omnibus bill. There was a time we only had to worry about the pork. Now we have to worry about the ham and the spam. <laughs> yeah. You know what spam is? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's spam. It's, remember Philadelphia's um, uh, scrabble? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As it walked off your plate, you where the hell is it going? <laughs> it's a bunch of junk all put, put together. too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We, they don't know what's in it. That's right. But the thing about the omnibus, Bill, we could be paying for uh, Pelosi's refrigerators and ice cream for all we know. Yeah, yeah. Our two senators, oh, we only spent $180 million. One, the other one is $165 million. They signed a bill for $1.7 trillion. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know where all this money is going to because an omnibus bill, if I were to pass a bill trying to control it, I would say it had to have 100% approval. Yeah. Yeah. To pass. Yeah. And then how many would pass? Probably none. None. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, they... they are two senators. Yeah, well... <laughs> they're holier than Dow. I yeah. don't think they've ever been in South Jersey. No, I, I don't think so either. Uh, maybe to get an award or two, but, uh, the, the, and who gives them awards but Democratic organizations? <laughs> Down <laughs> but, here. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So. I'll I, give them an award. Yeah. I, me too. They uh, need, uh, the other thing is Mr. Biden, President Biden. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What he needs is someone that, a, a rubber mallet to hit him squarely in the center of the head and <laughs> ask him one question. What? What's your name? <laughs> and if he says Obama, we know <laughs> where all this crap is coming from. And um, 
we can send Obama into the, the dungeons with Biden. Yeah. Whomever else he wants to take with him. Yeah. We don't need this crap anymore. Oh, we, we certainly don't. We certainly don't. Uh, and that's why we've had our fill. That's why, you know, when I say the Republicans got to stick together, I mean, come on. This guy is how could how could they reelect this guy or another Democrat? That's what I'm saying. Unify. Keep a consistent message. You know, that that's that's what I'm saying. The problem with Biden, we're not electing one man. This is a whole oh, yeah. troop oh, yeah. of people. Yeah. Oh, the, the, Everybody's standing in line feeding them garbage. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's not one person. He's just the sounding board. That's, that's right. Greg, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Coming up on a break, and uh, we have a rare moment in the show. We got some open lines, 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. It's uh, you and me for the entire show today. So uh, bring it on. Bring the questions on. Bring the uh, bring the analysis on. Bring it all on. 609-407-1450. We'll continue our discussion. I want to talk a little bit more about the Pope. And, uh, oh, wait till you hear what our governor, Phil Murphy, is doing in New Jersey for education. He he is right on top of things. <laughs> okay, 609-407-1450. It's Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back with more in just a moment. But I want to talk about, you know, the new year, a, a, a new year starts off best with a new car. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, of course. And the new car that I'm talking about is Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in the HT. When you drive a Lexus, it is like driving no other car in the world. And it's not just me saying that. Uh, you know, Consumer Reports kind of every year ranks it as number two or number three. You know, there's not too many more cars that are designed better than Lexus. Uh, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City. And what you want to do is don't take my word for it. No, really, do not take my word for it. Go in there and just test drive one. And that's it. And and from there, <laughs> you'll be sold. Uh, just took a, a, a ride to South Carolina, and my niece has a Lexus. And, you know, the people in the back seat sleep, you know. It's that smooth of a ride. You know, you you don't really feel any of the bumps. So it's just a, a quality car, and there's really nothing you ever do to it except oil change. I just had new tires, and that's it. It's it's as simple as that. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT, and the service department, second to none. I, I, I Trust me on that one, too. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT, online at aclexus.com. aclexus.com is the website. We'll have more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for libertyandprosperity.com. Nine years ago, South Jersey Gas Company had a great idea. They wanted to build a natural gas pipeline between Millville and the electric power plant near milepost 28 of the Garden State Parkway. 
It would have been underground along Route 49, an existing paved road. It would have brought cheap, clean, and abundant natural gas from Pennsylvania to the power plant and to local homes and businesses. Woke Democrats used one blatant lie after another to block it. They falsely claimed the pipeline would cause forest fires and poison water in the Pinelands. Every Stockton professor and high school science teacher knew these were lies, but they all kept quiet. Now the power plant is gone. We'll soon have blackouts and big hikes in gas and electric bills. Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. Libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You can also hear us on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. You can get us anywhere, online, anytime. Just check it out. And we have, let's, oh, Bob and Kate May. But he's in Florida, of course. You know, the rich people go to Florida in the wintertime, you know. That's, Bob, how you doing? Happy right, New Year. John, no, I'm, I'm suffering down here. It was, it was 47 degrees this I, morning. I heard that, Come yeah. On, play, play the violins for me. Okay, all right. Here we go. <laughs> anyway, look, uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, I know one of the callers mentioned it early, earlier, he changed all the trustees here at New College in Sarasota. Now, New College is, is the honors program for the state, state university system in Florida. And they were teaching diversity, equity, inclusion, critical race theory, oh, oh. all absolute garbage. And, and, and look, what we love about Ron DeSantis, it's not just all rhetoric. It's implementing. Yes conservative principles that yes. have positive results that's right for our country okay so so instead of of indoctrination now we have education going on again here in sarasota florida and and again and that's throughout the school system in florida florida is number two in the country now in academic achievement and large part it it, it has to do with with the decades of good governance that we've had so Again, it's it's not just rhetoric, not just bombast, not just saying you're going to do things, getting things done, and and that's so so important. That's the kind of leadership we want. That's right. You know, the, the craziness, the craziness that went on in Washington has been going on for years and years. Uh, you saw the the huge difference there. Governor DeSantis, his speech in Tallahassee, I, I suggest. Anyone that wants to listen, listen to his inaugural speech. Uh, it was full of the accomplishments that he had, which were, you know, I can't list them all, and, and what's planned for the future here. And, you know, again, it, the model in Florida here is this, okay? We've had decades of good governance that has led to lower taxes, personal freedom, a booming economy because of, of those those principles here uh limited government because we don't need all this bloated government that's right i've mentioned this before that's right the the state of florida's budget is less than half the size of new york state yet we've got three million more people yeah so again 
you know, and, and I, 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 I'm going to try to arrange, John, I'm going to try, our great friend Seth Grossman, I'm going to try to arrange, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson does an interview. It's an hour long, a couple times a week during the day. You can see it on Fox Nation. Yeah. I'm really going to try to get our friend Seth on there because Seth is an absolute expert in terms of what not to do, what, what state government should not do. Decades long of what what New Jersey has has done to payers and you know, to the citizens of New Jersey. Yes. You know, the, uh, you know so I'm going to try to get Seth on that show. And and you know, so but anyway, uh, well, hey, John, it's good good to hear. I'm glad you glad you're back. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm really glad you're back. Good uh, to be back. You know, one one final one final comment about McCarthy. It couldn't go on any longer. Uh, God forbid that that a few Republicans get sick or go. You know, uh, Hakeem Jeffries would have been elected speaker. Okay, oh, that that would have been an absolute disaster, oh, and that that was possible. Uh, definitely, but, definitely a disaster. Yes, yes. But but everybody that you know, Craig and Linda, and and you know, look, I'm in their in their in their uh, uh on their team on on this point here very very important what they they pointed out there you know kevin mccarthy uh, he he's he has been hamstrung now in a good way he's got to follow the conservative agenda and look what happened in the senate with mitch mcconnell who is just free to do what he wants this ominous bill this bill that they passed, uh, what happens there is, is this, the leadership, so a few, a few senators, and in the case of the House, the Speaker and, and the majority leader, just a few individuals decide what kind of spending bill we should have, and then they dump it on the desk of somebody like Jeff Andrew, who's a fiscal conservative. They dump it on his desk a day before he's got a vote, and he said, and it's, it's, 40,000 pages long. They said, here it is. You need to vote for this. And, you know, that's no way to govern a country. No. So we're not going to have that anymore. But, you know, that that's one thing these, these rebels did. They they eliminated the, the – it's the wasteful, insane spending that upset them the most. That's why we had this fight here. And, and look, I think it's ended in a good way. Hopefully, we get some responsible government going forward. Yes. So that, that, that's I hope that too. Bob, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Andy and Brigantine. Andy is back. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Thank you, John. Well, the, to dovetail off of Bob, he's absolutely right. And you know, I I hear what Matt is saying about getting things done, but you do need to have the right people getting things done. So we can all unify and we can just do whatever Mitch McConnell wants to do. Or we can unify and do whatever Kevin McCarthy wants to do. Very much swamp creatures. Or we can limit their power and let other voices be heard. Let's remember, each one of those people, you may not like Matt Gates, you may not like uh, Miss Bobert oh, or whoever oh. the, these these other twenty. Well, that's fine, but remember, she got elected. Yeah, so she has she has a voice. So you know, when you think about the electoral college, 
It's a good example, a good, good comparison. If it were not for the Electoral College, the states of New York and California would get to decide who the president is for the other 48 states. Yeah. Or, or 50 or 57 if you're Barack Obama. Okay, so, so um, you have other voices being heard, and you've now limited, or uh, as Bob said, hamstrung Kevin McCarthy to some degree. This is a good thing. Or do we march lockstep, the Republicans, do we march lockstep and do whatever we are told like they do in the Democrat Party, where you have, we have this octogenarian woman who is maybe not as senile as Joe Biden, but she's a damn near close second. Yeah. You have people just following her lead and doing what she tells them to do. Let's remember something about these, these old fossils in Washington, John. Yeah. These are, pe- these are people who will either be dead or out of power in a handful of years. Yeah. And, not, and none of the things that they are doing to this country will ever affect them. They have no skin in the game. That's but right. What these, things they are, what these things they do do provide is cushy lifestyles for them for the remainder of their days. Yes. They, you know, they, they, they get to live these, these great lives and they never get to suffer the consequences of their own actions. When you get the younger people in there, okay, and when you get the younger people having their ideas uh, put forward, these are people who have young children. These are people who have skin in the game. They have a country they want to leave to their children. They have, they have a vested interest in making sure that we do the right things, we get the right things done, not just get things done, as Matt would say. Yeah. You, know, you, you know, we've seen the types of things that Mitch McConnell has gotten done. We've seen the kinds of things that Nancy Pelosi has gotten done. You know, so, um, again, are, are we going to be this, this lockstep, blindly following one person, doing whatever they tell us, or are we going to have independent voices? We want diversity? Yes, we want diversity of thought. Again, it wasn't pretty. Politics is ugly, as they say. And I don't like Matt Gates. Uh, you know, Bobert, you know, I, I will admit that there's something about some of these young people. They want to have their moment in the sun. Yeah. You know, they want to, they, they, they want to make a name for themselves. I, agree. I get all of that. I agree, yeah. But if, it, if, it limits, if it limits Kevin McCarthy, where he is not a dictator like Nancy Pelosi, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that you have a point there. Yeah, you have a point. Can I, ta- can I toss another thing out real quick, John? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you mentioned this. Yeah. So I don't know if you heard about this week, uh, Governor Murphy, the dentally challenged Governor Murphy. Yes. Signed, in, signed into law a requirement that, that a course yeah I was just about to I was just about to talk about this but go ahead yeah this is this is yeah. really a good one <laughs> go ahead okay so 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 it's requiring that media savvy be taught <laughs> in our public schools are you teaching now, it Andy is, are, are you teaching it <laughs> yes. yeah. you so and me will teach it <laughs> yeah John so John the course is one page. The book is one page, and here's what's on that page. Here's what's on the page, John. They're going to teach kids that everything you see and hear on MSNBC, CNN, 
The New York Times, the Washington Post is 100 percent absolutely true. And you are not to question it. And anything you see or hear on Fox News or the New York Post is disinformation. You are to disregard it. That's the whole. That's oh, uh, what do they call that? The contents of a course. What do they call that? The curriculum. The, uh, curriculum. Well, there's another term, but uh, okay, we'll use that word. But there, there's your course, John. And you, and remember, John, the people who tell us that a man can become a woman and that a man can get pregnant and give birth. These are going to be the people who are educating our children as to what is disinformation or misinformation isn't that rich yeah that's isn't that's it, real that's really that's, isn't it isn't, isn't it queer yes <laughs> so well, these are the, going to be the people who get to decide what our children deem as disinformation yes the people who tell us that there are 131 different genders <laughs> the people who tell us that that men can give birth these are the people who get to teach our children what is disinformation Murphy, I mean, my mother of God, we got three more years of this guy. Oh, God help man. us. Yeah, thanks for the call, Andy. And, and thanks for elaborating on that because Andy had uh, a little more information. Uh, but I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you the front end of the story. And Andy gave us the back end. But it's really, I mean, I don't understand this, but we'll talk about it. Uh, we have Al and we have Frank and maybe we'll have you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Times of clouds and sun this afternoon, the high only 47. Clear stargazing skies tonight, bundle up the lows dip into 25. Cloudy most of the time tomorrow, the high 43. And come Monday, a new week with a little rain in the morning, a thick cloud cover followed by clouds yielding to some sun in the afternoon, the high 45. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, and as always, you can listen to any of our shows at any time. And you're wondering, how are we going to do that, John? Well, I'm going to tell you. It's called a podcast. And all you do is you Google John DeMassey podcasts, and then they all come up. It's really simple. And you can listen at any time, any way you like, but that's what you do. Google John DeMassey Podcasts, and all of the shows come up. Talk with a Purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I, I want to get to this, and Al and Frank, we're going to ask you just to hold on for a minute. 
So what Andy was talking about, Governor Murphy has signed into law a bill that would require media literacy in grades K through 12. Now, that's a big, big spread. New Jersey is the first state in the country to do this, and it is intended to teach media literacy to students as a way to combat misinformation. I'm wondering how they do this, but according to Andy, as he just said, the curriculum is one page, and what they tell students is MSNBC and CNN and all of that are good, and Fox News and the New York Post is bad. That's basically what they're saying. So that's media literacy. What they want to do, and this is uh, Murphy's law, so to speak, uh, the students who are bombarded with information from social media and news outlets learn how to discern whether the sources are credible. Now, who determines that? Media literacy will be required at every level. I can see my grandson in, in the fourth grade, and they're teaching him media literacy. He thinks that's a video game. <laughs> oh, it's a new video. Please. What, what are we doing here? I mean, this is ridiculous. Media literacy? And then the, the, the curriculum says, listen to CNN and MSNBC? But but uh, Fox is misinformation. Come on. Al in Corbin City. Al, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, it, this, this, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this. <laughs> yeah. Other than the fact that that's absolutely insanity. Yes, it is. I mean, everything that, everything that Fox has said like on Hannity and, and Tucker has come true yep. to to the point that it makes them embarrassed, and they and, and they don't even talk about what's going on on the border. So CNN and the whole, it's just, yeah, it's, you're right. Yeah. yeah, welcome to welcome to the Soviet New Jersey yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, state. I mean, yeah. it's what it is. Yeah, I. I I, I can't wait to get out of this state. And I love the state of New Jersey, but I hate the politics in the state. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I know every, I want to say one thing about what just happened. I think it was a good thing. And I'll tell you why. And I'll just make it real short. Yeah. I'm tired of electing people and giving money to uh, conservative causes only to have the people I put in or try to put in, or be part of putting in, let's say, just turn around and screw me. Yeah. And that's the truth. Yeah. Okay? They don't do what they say they were going to do. They vote for the ominous bill. <laughs> Every one of those senators that voted for that should be out the next time they come up. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. And 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 the senator who ran the Senate for the, Democ or for the Republicans, he should be out. He should resign. What he did is give the House, uh, the Congress, uh, the Senate, excuse me, I'm a little upset with uh, 
the way he did handled giving money out and not supporting the candidates out there. We should have had Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We should have had Georgia. There should have, none, of, none of this should have been that way, especially New Hampshire. We should have had New Hampshire. That, that admiral was up there? What? Yeah. What? what, what I, I don't know. I yeah. just pray. I just pray that one of two things that would happen with this. Number one, some of these people, of what they've done to uh, Donald Trump and to this country, are held accountable. Yes. That Hunter Biden and all that truth comes out, and somehow, some way, the Clintons get get what they deserve. Because my God, how can anybody trust this country and the government when they see the the, the fact that one side breaks all kinds of laws and gets away with it, but the other side is literally being? I mean, they're coming after us. My wife said, aren't you afraid of sitting there and come out and say anything? Do you think they're going to come after us? I said, maybe they will. I don't know. Yeah. So I live, you know, I mean, I know people that are starting to feel that way. All these IRS agents, I, you know, I have friends of mine in the restaurant business. I'm a chef that are like scared to death. I said, what are they going to do? You know, they're going to come after my business. That's how they're going to pay for all this yeah. stuff. And if you don't think so, you're stupid. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. I mean, look at an example of what you just said about, about uh, education. And who in God's name wants this to be taught to their kids? Or yeah. any uh, this uh, gender, uh, uh, gender assignment or any of this? This is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, we, we have we have bigger problems in the state of New Jersey, like pay, paying your pensions to the people that you're going to that you loaded up with. Uh, listen, God bless you and Merry Merry Christmas and Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy, yeah, Happy New Year. With all we talked about today, <laughs> Happy New Year. Frank is an EHT. Frank, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Hey, John. Hey, uh, how you doing? Show. Yes. I'm well, John. How are you? John, uh, regarding the, the, the 87,000 IRS agents uh, <laughs> that are going to be implemented, isn't it? Isn't it funny that they're worried about uh, how the average individual spends uh, six hundred dollars on a Venmo and has to account for it? Yeah. But somehow we've just sent over a hundred billion to Ukraine. And yeah, yeah. There's no there's no money trail looking into that. No, but no, no. Send a hundred million. Citizen in the United States. I mean, hundred billion. Yeah, it's, it's it's just it is when you when you look at it that way, it is ridiculous. Hello, John. Hello. Can you look at it? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, geez, six hundred dollars in Venmo, and, and and yeah, let's send a hundred billion, and then let's send another hundred billion. You know, let's keep sending. Yeah, well, in total, I mean, obviously, they initially said forty-seven billion, and and they sent an additional forty-seven billion, and in this one point seven trillion omnibus, there's additional funds. It's over a hundred billion, and there's and there's and there's no paper trail. There's no follow. We can't investigate where the money's being spent and where it's going. But again. The IRS will investigate if you receive a six hundred dollar Venmo charge. They want to know where that money was, and they want their cut from it. <laughs> I mean, think about that uh, again. Irrelevant. Hey, John. Also, one last before I get to my point. One last point. You were talking about the the media. What was, what did you say that was called? Media. Law? Media literacy. Media literacy. Now, John, I want you to think about this. The people who are going to be implemented this, all right, the the, the corrupt uh, teachers in their unions yes. are the same people who are telling your uh, grand, your fourth, ten-year-old uh, grandson yeah. that XX and XY isn't settled science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I 
mean, so the, the accurate information yeah. will be yeah. relayed to, yeah. to, to your grandson. I'm sure. yeah. But oh, John, you, you were talking about the, um, the you know the Congress and what's his name, McCarthy? Yes. Now, now let me ask you a question. The purpose of Congress: three branches of government. Everyone yes. knows that. You have yes. the legislative, you have the executive, and you have the judicial. Yes. Now, the the, the purpose of the uh, legislative is to do what? Uh, is to, to pass bills. Make the laws, yes. Pass and, the bills, yes. And, and controls the purse strings. Yes. Uh, can uh, pass the bills in order to uh, get revenue, money. Right. So, John, this, regardless McCarthy wins, loses, or draws, um, the omnibus has already been passed. Yes. They, they can do not. I keep hearing people say, get things done. Well, they can't get anything done, John. Not until uh, next. December when the new budget comes out. They are hamstrung already. Now, I'll explain to you why. The other point is to pass bills, legislation. Now, John, where, 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 after they draw up a bill, where does it go? Uh, it, it goes to the Senate. Yes. It, it won't get past the, the Democratic control Senate. And if it does by any chance, then where's it go, John? It goes to the president, it the Senate. It goes to the president's yeah. desk. And he's going. So they have no power whatsoever. But the, the important point about what just occurred there, John, is when, when you introduce a bill, it's not supposed to be in committee. Like uh, one of your callers said, all 400 of these individuals have been elected. You know where it's supposed to be debated at, uh, John? Right out there on the Congress floor in the people's house so the people can see. And, John, it's debated and it's fought over until consensus. Yes. That's just what we witnessed. That's just what we witnessed. And that's how it should be. But unfortunately, like Nancy Pelosi and these demons, they they hide everything in committees. And that's why McCarthy is important, because he will select the, the people in these committees and the heads of these committees. So they won't even allow bills like the four hundred. And again, one of your callers, your, your call is great. Absolutely. John. They pointed this out. Uh, they won't even let these bills, the people's bills, get 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 discussed. They go into committee and they die, and 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 they do nothing. What we just witnessed is what uh, our government is about. It's supposed to be debated on the floor. A vote is supposed to be taken, and if you can't reach consensus, you go, you make some deals, you try to get what you want, they want, and it's supposed to be debated and debated and debated. And, and our founding fathers made it this way, so it wasn't easy. To like your last caller, to screw the people over. And that's what they do behind closed doors. And if you recall now, just for an example, Kevin McCarthy, uh, Paul Ryan, and all these now, um, the Russian disinformation, everybody knows that was a hoax that was created. Yes. They had a two year invest, two year investigation. Now, everybody in Congress knew this was, if they had privy to the information, they knew it was a hoax. From day one, we now know that from the Twitter file that it was a hoax from day one. But instead, do you remember what all the Republicans and comedians said? Oh, we're just going to let it happen and, and see where it goes, knowing full well that Donald Trump, as president, did nothing. But our own representatives, our Republican rep, Lindsey Grant, and that smug Paul Ryan, and all the re and, and and again, McCarthy was a part of that cabal. Oh, we're just going to let them invest. Do you think the Democrats would ever allow that to happen no. to Joe Biden? No, no. Of course not. No. <laughs> and that's why we had this fight 
with, with regards to McCarthy. McCarthy was McCarthy had stated publicly that he would not allow uh, to come out of committee to uh, articles of impeachment against Biden. Again, what's the point? What's what's the point of even uh, even having power or control if you don't exercise the tools that are available in your toolbox, John? That's 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 right. That's that's exactly right. Frank, thanks for the call. Good call. Coming up on a break here, uh, hour number two rapidly coming to a close. We'll get to uh, DJ after the break, and maybe we'll get to you at 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Coming back with final thoughts in hour number two after these words. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, let's uh, get right to DJ in Summers Point. DJ, Happy New Year, and uh, welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Uh, same to you, John. Uh, good show today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad uh, Bob's uh, over there on the West Coast, On uh, for now, on the East Coast. It's uh, <laughs> 71 degrees here in the... Uh, okay. It's just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the wrong coast, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, he's got no waves. He doesn't have any waves over there. Oh, okay. okay. But uh, that's, that's flat. The Gulf is flat. But uh, hey, I've been watching what's been going on for the last five days, and I'm 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 the type of guy. Uh, they should have had all this worked out. Uh, but what happened should have been a great day for the Republican Party turned into a crap show for yeah. five days. Yeah, that's what I thought. They had, yeah. You know, if I, if I remember, the election was, the uh, you know, in November, the first part of November. Yeah. Had all this time to work out their disagreements 
right, make amendments, make changes and all that. So when they go on national television, they didn't like look like a, a bittering, a bickering, you know, a group of people. Yeah, and that's what it looked like. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. right. If you don't yeah. get me what I, if you don't give give me us what we want, we're going to hold our breath till we turn purple. Yeah, you know that type. Of thing. Yeah, and we're not changing. And they changed some of the changes that were good, but they, it all could have been worked out beforehand. I, I agree. And we could have got on on Monday, but uh, it is what it is now. People are going to have to explain their actions. Uh, the guy, the Gates from Florida, he reminds me of a pimp. I'm sorry. I, just, <laughs> I, I look at him. Uh, I'm, I'm just sorry. That's just my impression. Maybe he uses too much uh, chicken fat in his hair. I don't know. You know I'm not the only person that like him. Uh, uh, what Frank just said in his call, he's perfectly on point. Nothing's going to get done for the next uh, 22, 23 months because you have to control yeah. both houses. Yeah, you've got to control the Senate and you've got to control the House of Representatives. If you don't have both, you have nothing. That's right. Right. That's right. But what you're going to have to do, the Republicans, is try to get stuff done. And that when it doesn't get done because of the Senate, you can go into the big general election and the people say, you know what, enough of the Democrats. Yeah. But nothing's going to, anything is going to really get done. Yeah. So enough about that. I want to give, if I can, a shout out, well done to law enforcement in Mo- uh, Moscow, Idaho. Okay. They did a great job on that because if you recall, they were getting slammed. They're just uh, a local police department. They don't have the expertise. You know, they don't do this. They haven't done this. They're not releasing information. What are they doing? How come the public's not knowing? Well, they were on top of this and they did a great job. On putting a case together yeah. against this guy. Yeah, they 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 got the, they got the DNA. Yeah, that, that, that's right. Yeah, got the DNA. They got the car timelines, cell phone pings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, the, what a great job as far as law enforcement getting that case apparently solved. Yeah, and we'll see how it, it plays out. Yeah, we'll see how it does as play out. As, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, as far as. Uh, uh, President Biden going to the border. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, you know, it, it, um, I just wish that when he steps foot in the state of Texas, maybe somebody from the Attorney General's office puts him under arrest for malfeasance yeah. of office. Oh, okay. DJ, we got to run. We're up against it. Thanks for the call. <laughs> yeah, malfeasance. Or, or something, but but he hasn't done a good job, that's for sure. Talk with a purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number two is in the books. Hour number three, more of just you and me on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609 
407-1450. Now, the host of Talk With a Purpose, John Damascus. Hour number three, Talk With a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. A lively show so far for the first one of 2023. And uh, hopefully we continue the liveliness here in hour number three. Uh, I want to talk about this, and it's another one of these lawsuits against police. And, and I wish, uh, and if DJ, you want to call back, because he's our uh, police expert. Uh, the vendor police are being sued. Um, <laughs> you may remember this. Uh, the 30-year-old man, he was fatally shot in 2020. Uh, and his mother is claiming that his civil rights were violated when officers didn't use milder levels of force. Amala Medina Johnson is the mother. She's from the Bronx, New York. She alleges that officers negligently triggered her son, Amir Johnson, during an encounter August 6, 2020. Now, they shot him during a confrontation during which he approached the officers with a broken glass bottle. And this was on Wellington Avenue, Wellington West End Avenue. Um, a state grand jury did not indict the officers. And state statutes permit deadly force when law enforcement sees an imminent need for it. So, in other words, to protect themselves or others from the risk of severe injury. Well, I would think that a broken glass bottle, and he's approaching them, is a threat of severe injury. So, what do they want the officers to do? Please put down the glass bottle, sir. I mean, is that what they want him to do? Oh, you know, I just don't understand this. There's a, a moment when these things are happening. It's it's like lightning fast. The guy's coming at you. What are you supposed to do? I I, I don't understand this. We'll talk about this if you like as well. But uh, the the officers are being sued. She just wants a she wants a payday. What, what can I tell you? Mary is in Marlton. Mary, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. I, there's a lot of great topics today, and one I wanted to talk about was continued conversation on education in New Jersey. Yes. If you look at the school day, which is roughly six hours, what we have in New Jersey is a half an hour of homeroom, and then an hour a day where students go between specials in the lower grades, like elementary and middle. And specials now are health, gym, art, music. It will now be media, and it's going to be social-emotional learning. Social emotional learning has been going on for a while now. That's that's hour one, hours one and two. Hour three is lunch and recess. Hour four, five and six would be devoted to what we call core curriculum, which is dictated by the federal government. So in three hours, roughly three hours, science would have to be taught, English language arts, because they're not separate anymore. There's one hour where you learn to read, you learn some grammar, 
you might learn some spe- some spelling. And then, of course, there's an hour for history. Now, a lot of elementary and middle schools also require second languages, which would most cases be Spanish. So we're looking at roughly three hours of teaching courses that we're going to need if we want people to successfully repair cars, cut hair, become doctors, be a plumber, to be able to do the math for these types of things. Yes. And New Jersey has the highest property taxes in the country. And you have to remember the core curriculum is pretty much dictated by the federal government. So this is why I'm very concerned that, you know, we, we can talk in an echo chamber as much as we want and be angry. But when it's targeting kids, which we've already seen this generation that's now parents. Yes. Uh, and we see what happened there. They're the voters that are men. You know, they, they relate to these people. Boy. I, I'm, I'm, I don't have much enthusiasm for the fight. We have to work with what we have, and this is what we have, and this is a go-along, get-along. Um, we almost had somebody other than Murphy be elected, but, you know, again, that to me was pretty much a rhino person who wasn't going to really ruffle any feathers. But that's the state of education in New Jersey, and if you think that's enough, or any anybody listening thinks that's enough for children, then we'll just keep getting more of what we're getting. Are you? Are you? See it changing. Are you a teacher? Are you a teacher? I am. Okay. So you mentioned my primary career. Yeah. It was not my primary career. I mean, anybody right now, basically, if you want to enter a second career now that you're retired, I encourage people to go do it. You can stand along the sidelines. You can be along the sidelines, and we can all call talk radio. Yeah. Or you can say, you know, maybe maybe I'm going to get in there and do something about it. You can be a bus driver. You can be a lunch aide. You can be a classroom aide. But there's a lot of people who can bring a lot to the table, but it is extremely frustrating because there's not much you can do about it. You can watch as it goes on. Um, you can celebrate Spag Day, you know, which is pretty much forgotten. Yeah. Do trivia contests on the Declaration of Independence. And you know American history. Uh, let but, me, you know, it's, let it's, me ask this you. Is, this let, is where we are right now. Let me ask you this: You, you mentioned all the requirements, uh, and you said you know, three hours and whatever it is. But where does this fit? Does this fit in this media literacy? Where are they going to fit this in? Uh, well, that's anybody's guess because it's not available right now. But my guess would be. Uh, there are certain publications that school districts are already using. And, of course, it's all acid rain, uh, climate change, oh, be yeah. afraid. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And that will be considered media. Jeez. And there's smart boards and you have access to the Internet. And that will be – it will all be wrapped into one package. Oh, okay. And how to surf the Internet, um, you know, how to read these warnings – but there's a lot that's blocked by school districts, so students don't have carte blanche access. Oh, they don't have the freedom yeah. during the yeah. school day yeah. to protect okay. them. So, okay. yeah. I mean, it's anybody's guess, but yeah. people need again. There's input. I, I don't understand how the Catholic Church was sued for all the sex abuse. Was it wrong? I mean, my God, yes, of course. Yes. But yet we see what's happening in the public school system with drag queens, 
Yeah, filthy literature. They should be what sued too. Teaching, yeah, they should be nobody's sued. Nobody's upset. Yeah, I'll, well, I am. Just a handful of people seem upset. Yeah, but the I, Catholic Church was seven hundred priests lost their jobs. Yeah, they were defrocked, and the Department of Education, nothing seems to happen on this. Yeah, well, that's because they have a powerful union. Mary, thanks a lot. A, a good call and and, and informative. And uh, I always like to talk to teachers because I want to see what their perspective is. So if you're a teacher, you certainly are welcome to call in. Talk with the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Ginny is in Abseek. And Ginny, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Good morning and Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year to you, to you everybody. too. Happy New Year. Oh, you know, I cannot imagine um, Mary referring to Jack Chitterelli as a rhino. Well, I, I let I her mishear that. I, I let her slide on that one, but uh, we we know he's not, and I, I wasn't going to. Oh gosh, no, no, he's. I I know. I mean, he was on this show many times. He's not a rhino. Yes, no. yeah. I've met him. I volunteered I, for him. I put out signs. I've met him many times. This guy is as staunch a Republican and conservative as you can get. And I would love to see somebody with an accounting and business background. Me too. Head up the state of New Jersey. Well, he's going to he's going to win next time. Yeah, he will. I hope. I hope he's running Even again. Though, uh, he's running again. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. No, I know that Even for though, a fact. Uh, yeah. Oh no, I he he did say that he yeah. has uh, he has you know stated that. Even though uh, Phil Murphy has. A new do, a new face, a new look. He may run for president against the pretty boy from California. Yeah, I hope he does. <laughs> because we, we know, we all know, <laughs> he's not going to get it. That's for sure. Oh, that's frightening, frightening. Yeah. It's, you know, imagine him, him and Newsom in a oh, primary. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which one's worse? Which California. Cal- <laughs> who knows? Who knows? What I wanted to call about was the, um, uh, I, I was very disappointed with Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates. Yeah. They couldn't come up with anything substantive as yeah. to why they were voting against Kevin McCarthy. Did you see, um, did you see her on uh, Hannity? Yes. It, it was, was that smug. Was that a disgrace? The way she. It is. A di- yes. She was a disgrace. He kept asking her, well, you have 30 votes. McCarthy has 202. Okay, what's your objection to McCarthy? And who's the alternative? And she didn't have an answer. She had she no answer. She didn't have an answer. No. And what she described him twice. Well, when I went to his office, he was smug. So what? So what? That has nothing to do. <laughs> That's right. That has nothing to do, John with work product or his policies. That's right. Nothing to do with it. You know, so what? Okay? Big deal. When I was working in nursing, if any any doctor, particularly some of the foreign guys, they were hurried or stressed or whatever, they would talk down to you. They were less than smug, and they were sometimes very downright nasty. Yeah, If yeah. you can let that roll off your back the patients wouldn't get any care. That's right. Okay? You've got to deal with it. You know, buck up and deal with it. And I was shocked when Lauren Boebert said, well, he was smug. I thought he was smug. Well, so what? And Matt Gates on Laura Ingram the night before couldn't come up with one 
clear answer yes. as to why right. he was voting against McCarthy. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it's it's more of the same. You know, that's yeah. why I said in the beginning, my opening comments were they should be united to support this guy. Okay, they they got some concessions Correct. and all that. That's wonderful. All right. But but okay. But, but where's the? And you know what? McCarthy can always be spoken to. He can be talked to, and maybe he'll change his mind in your favor. Yeah. Communicate, people. Republicans need to rally together and not stab each other in the back. That's right. I have seen this time and time again. That's right. That's right. I have heard Republicans years ago, particularly in my own town of Absecon, uh, I've heard them say, well... Such and such is. This is nonpartisan. Nonpartisan. Uh, he's a wonderful guy. If he's so wonderful, why should I? Why should? <laughs> why should I vote for the Republicans? Yeah, yeah. You know, come on. We have to unite. We have to caucus and and unite and come to an agreement. Thursday night was a wonderful night in the city of Absecon. Uh, our wonderkind, Nick LaRotundo, was elected, 30 years old, was elected to the president of our city council. Good, staunch Republican, conservative, family ties here for a long time. I am so proud. And uh, we have, oh, and Vince Palestina came to swore him in. It was a wonderful, wonderful evening. We also have... Uh, Tom Marone, who is new to the election process. And we also have uh, Rich DeRose, an Iraqi war veteran. He's new to politics. He is in and wonder of wonders, although not so wonder. Steve Light went from Democrat to Republican. So we have four in Absecon now, four Republicans on council. Well, that's I good. Am so proud. That's good. Yeah. Yes, I am so proud and happy. That's and, good. Uh, it was it was just a wonderful, wonderful night for the city of Absecon. Really good, and uh, you know we're going to get some things done with these younger guys. That, that, that's that's a good uh, step in the right direction for Absecon. Jenny, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, I, I want to talk more about this uh, Ventnor police thing. Um, you know, uh, what I think here is that this mother of uh, the uh, young man who was killed, I mean, I, I just think she's looking for a payday. What they did, I mean, they they shot the guy. And, and let's face it. He, he really, I mean, I don't know what the situation was, but it sounds like he should have been shot. What did they want the Ventnor police to do? Guys coming at you. It reminds me of a few years ago, and, and I think this is where this woman got this. It's the same playbook. The guy is mentally unstable. That's, I mean, simply, I mean, you're out there. And you got a glass bottle and you're wandering and and he's coming at them. He probably shouldn't have been out anyway. And a lot of times we've talked about the mental instability of these people who 
are out on the street and shouldn't be. I don't think he belonged there. It reminds me that uh, the young man who was mentally unstable, he was 27 years old, he went after the Philadelphia police officers with a knife. And the family sued because they shot him. They said seven times, put the knife down, put the knife down. He kept coming at them. They shot him. And the city settled for $2 million. So really, to me, this mother is looking for a payday. And maybe Ventner will settle with them. I don't know. But I think it's wrong to expect police to not respond by using deadly force. He's coming at you. And I'm sure they said, hey, put, put it down, put it down. They had to shoot him. What, what, what do you expect the police to do? Or what do you expect anybody to do in that situation? I, I, I just don't understand it. But we'll see where this goes. But he di- just didn't belong in the streets. And, and again, this mental health crisis persists in this country. And there's so many people that are out there that shouldn't be. Uh, that's, that's all I'm saying. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We're going to talk to Tony, and then maybe we'll talk to you. We've got a couple of open lines. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. I'm John DeMassey. More Talk with the Purpose in just a moment. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you want to email me during the week... You can reach me at jdadv1 at comcast.net. That's jdadv1 
at Comcast.net. You can send me anything you like, pros, cons, program suggestions. Uh, get a lot of emails from listeners during the week and uh, keep them coming. J-D-A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. You could also like us on Facebook at Talk With a Purpose. At Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. Let's talk to Tony in AC. Tony, you're on Talk With a Purpose. Good morning and Happy New Year. Good morning and Happy New Year to you. Uh, my buddy and I both uh, agreed that we listened to the Hannity interview with Bobert and we came up with the same conclusion, which I'll say later. You obviously, I don't say obviously. Maybe you didn't hear her. She was claiming that she was in a uh, closed-door interview with McCarthy and that when McCarthy came out of the interview, he said something completely different. In other words, she really used the uh, word live. And uh, I was trying to uh, hear what she was going to say, but uh, Hannity just wouldn't keep his mouth shut, and she never got to voice the accusation of what uh, McCarthy said. So my, my buddy and I, we listened, uh, and I called him next time we spoke. We both agreed that Hannity was rude. He obviously didn't hear her, wasn't listening to her, because who, if you accuse someone of lying, you'll state your purpose, say what it was. And... Uh, I uh, to, to lighten things up a little, I thought Jeff Van Drew had some great duds on. Did you see his suit this morning? Uh, no, Yesterday, I didn't. But the films of the suit. Oh, it was it was uh, it was something that a Hollywood star with with the, the jacket had stripes on it. Uh, he had like a, a purple tie that glowed. Uh, really elegant. Really elegant. I I, I do love I love his wardrobe. I I really do. I I I have said he is one of the oh. best dressed congressmen I have seen. Yeah, I I do like his wardrobe. He dresses like a Democrat. I think. I think he dresses like a Democrat. I love him too. He's a great great guy. I'm glad he flipped. And um, the only I had another little half uh, half as thought but I, it just slipped me back to the Hannity thing I I didn't yeah. think he was rude because he kept saying answer the question and she wasn't answering my question right but she wasn't answering but yeah, it but if, if you're a guest if I'm a guest on your show and I accuse someone of lying uh, would you wouldn't you Take a back seat and say, okay, what did he say? Yeah, that's what right. What did he lie about? I, I would have said that, yes. Around? I would have said that, yes. Yes, I would have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, that superseded the question. I don't know what the question was. You're going to vote for him? Do you like him? You know, I, oh, I just got my thought back. I thought the one mistake the Republicans made was that they should have adjourned each meeting until they got their act together. Yes. They yeah. had the power to adjourn yes. every day. Yes, that's right. And uh, and I think that would have been a better better way to do it. But I'm glad it's done, and I think we'll be okay, because we got we got to have a new name for the other party, the Democommunists or the uh, Demi-Communists <laughs> or the, the Demi-Rap, I don't know. The Lockstep, the Lockstep. Everybody's using that word, and it's true. Yeah. Right? The Nazis Lockstep. You, you complain in Russia about something, you disappear after two days. That's right. That's right. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a better way we got. God yeah. bless them. I hope they do well. And uh, I, I, lest anybody forget what Donald Trump went through with lies and and a uh, orchestrated, uh, what's the word, an orchestrated to get him 
to fail and to try to impeach him with two lies, they still say, we impeached him twice. Let me not beat a dead horse, but I hope Donald gets a chance to get even. I sure do, too. I think he deserves it. Okay, thanks a lot. said something really smart. One of the, poli- one of the politicians. I'm still on or I'm done? You're on. Uh, you're on. Oh, oh. Okay, one of the uh, said uh, when they write the, when the uh, Department of the Archives, whatever it's called technically, writes about Trump's um, four years. Yeah, they get they get vetted so they can only put in the true facts. They can't put in the lies about him. Yeah, they said Donald Trump is going to come out as the most victimized president that ever lived. That's that's true, and hey. he's going to come out better for it. His his. Uh, you know, his legacy is going to be much better for it because of his uh, productive uh, four years. All right. You have a Tony, th- thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Happy New Year again. Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hello? Uh, what happened? I don't know. Hey. Oh, oh. Hello. Oh, okay. You there? Oh, okay. Uh, um, yeah, I'm having... My, my phone screwed up, so anyway, I screwed up anyway. Sorry, John. <laughs> That's all right. Look, look, look uh, you know, it, it, we need to just interject a little comedy sometime, and I'll tell you, Phil Murphy and, and as I've called him before, the, the Cape May Orca, Chris Christie, running for president. I mean, can, can you imagine, number one, the, these guys – you know, they are so full of themselves that they, they cannot see reality at all. I mean, Phil Murphy in a dark, dark blue state had to get the, the, the cheating machine in Essex County, so in Newark, to get over the top and squeak out a tiny win over the great Jack Chitterelli. Yes, yes. Right? And, and, <clears throat> and Chris Christie took... A Republican wave in in New Jersey of all states, and destroyed it with all the the absolute idiocy that he got involved in, and destroyed the Republican Party for yes. the most part in yes, our he state. Did. Yes, he did. Sorry, I'm I'm on speaker, John. I, I hope I'm coming through better you now. You are. You but are. anyway, uh, you know, it just illustrative <clears throat> of, of you know these two, these two. I mean, you know, Christie and. You know, getting his uh, his stomach surgery, and and now with with Murphy. I mean, it's it so hilarious. I, I mentioned last month his hair suddenly became blonde. Yeah, yeah, and, and the, the, the new hairdo. Licensed, the, the, right, the, the wrinkles are going away, yeah. and I, I I guess he's going to have his teeth capped and and have those fixed up soon. The problem <laughs> is he's still he's the problem is. He's still a rotten guy. Yeah. He's still a rotten politician. Yes, so. that's right. <laughs> you know. the, the, uh, the skin and the teeth don't fix the problem that, that's underneath that, which is him. You know, that, that, that's true. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So we'll see. Maybe, you know, I, I don't think he can compete against pretty boy Gavin Newsom. So, yeah, sorry. Oh, oh no. He, he still don't. You still don't win the beauty contest, so. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right, John. Thanks a lot, Bob. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Phil Murphy, with the media literacy program that he has introduced, it will be required in grades K through 12.
Could you see teaching? I mentioned my grandson in the fourth grade. Can you see teaching kindergarten kids and telling them, don't believe what you hear on Fox News? They don't even know what Fox News is. Do you think a five-year-old cares about Fox News or MSNBC or CNN? Oh, they're still watching cartoons. It, it just it boggles my mind. Ben is in Galloway. Ben, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Good morning, John. How are you doing? How are you feeling, by the way? I'm feeling good. Thank, thank you good. for asking. Thank you. Good. good. And uh, on the thing about uh, Murphy, I hope that parents... Uh, especially my kids who have grand, who have kids that are my grandkids. I hope they ask the right questions. I think we need to educate the parents first before we educate the kids. The parents are going to have to be on top of this. And every day when a kid comes home, what did you talk about? What did you learn? Yeah. Do you understand what you learned? That's where we need to go with that. Okay? Yes. Yes. Now I want to talk about Matt Gates real quick. <laughs> I want to put a little light on this. Now yeah. I'm seventy years old. Okay. I understand what I feel, my, my opinion now. I understand what these 20 Republicans did. I feel it was the right thing to do. Now, it woke up the party. But the things that some of these guys wanted to have, which was... One person can say that you're, you know, we, we, you, we have no confidence in you. We need to replace you. I think that's a little bit too far. Yeah. But things like having an, a, an amendment come across and a law come across that's 4,000 pages and it comes out at 12 o'clock at night and you only have 24 hours to read it and understand it, that should be the first thing that should be done away with. Yeah, I and agree. And I think, I think... And I think that's what Matt Gates and the other congresswoman, the other people who were there, that should have been discussed. First of all, I think Kevin McCarthy made a mistake by not getting these all these Republicans together in a room and say, what are we going to do? What do you guys need? Where do you want me to go? He needs to ask questions. And yeah. I don't think that was done. No, it wasn't. But I understand their concern. They were young people. If you look at them, a lot of them might have been first-termers. A lot of them might have been second-termers. I understand. They don't want the swamp. And I think they thought Kevin was maybe more in the swamp. And he, they don't want the status quo. They want something different. Yeah. They don't want the same old thing. Yeah, it has to be yeah. changed. And I think when the Republican Party looks at it and hopefully people look at it, they understand what these 20 were trying to do. I, I understand about going on. I watched the one with Laura, Laura, and I watched Sean. They didn't have the answers. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they don't want to say it. But Kevin needs to understand what these 20 were trying to do. And that's where we need to go. Things yeah. have to change. You can't have what's going on now be the status quo. That's, I think, what the 20 were fighting over and not fighting over. They were discussing. Yeah. And I understand that. And I watched last night till, you know, 12 or till Kevin got picked. I, you can watch what they're doing. What are they saying? Yeah. But I really yeah. think that's where it was going. That's what those 20 
assemblymen, people wanted in the people's house. The people have to have control. And the one thing I love that Kevin said when he was already picked, I want to open up the people's house again. And and it should be. Yeah. We should be able to go sit in that Capitol and listen to what these people are saying. Right. And that's, I think, what they want. Yeah. They want what the people want, not what the... The, the assembly people want who got elected in there. We elected you on what you said. Yeah. Stick to what you said and how yeah. you got elected. Um, That's what I think they meant. Bobert, ahead, Bobert was the, uh, she's a first timer. She's a new congresswoman. Yeah, so I, I right. know that. Um, no, I agree with you, but I, I, I think you said it best. They should have discussed that behind closed doors, got all the points that they wanted, and then presented. I mean, they didn't have to go to 15 ballots. And that makes them look bad in in the eyes of, you know, their opponents. And, well, it just makes them look bad for Republicans in general. That That's all I was saying, that they looked like they were not united. That's that's the bottom Correct. line. Correct. They, they looked us disorganized yes. and everything. Yes. And that's where Kevin yes. should have taken them that's, aside. That's right. Take yeah. the 20 in a room and say, what do you want? Yeah. And they could have laid it all out on the line and said, this is what we want. This yeah. is what the people want. We're tired of this garbage with all these bills being snuck through $1.7 billion <sighs> or trillion dollars. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's I mean, right. Our kids, your grandson, my grandkids, my God, they're going to be paying for that's this right. for the rest of their lives. That's right. That's I mean, right. I think, you know, it's like that's the American way is to constantly be in debt. Think about it. They yeah. want you to be in debt for the rent. The country can't move without borrowing money from China, borrowing this from here. That's what they want. That's got to stop. Yes, it does. Ben, thanks for the call. Good call. Appreciate it. We have Linda and we have DJ. We'll get to you and uh, maybe we'll get to you before we end the show at 12 noon. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Some uh, some more talk with a purpose after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City. 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Times of clouds and sun this afternoon, the high only 47. Clear stargazing skies tonight, bundle up the lows dip into 25. Cloudy most of the time tomorrow, the high 43. And come Monday, a new week with a little rain in the morning, a thick cloud cover followed by clouds yielding to some sun in the afternoon, the high 45. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here and talk with a purpose. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. 
609-407-1450. Linda is back in Absecon. Linda, good morning. Welcome back. Oh, this is so much fun. Thanks, John. Great show. <laughs> Thank really you. great show. Thank you. I mean, your award winning. If <laughs> I could send you an award, I would. Oh, well, well pull, um, please do. Because, I mean, in the awards category, Harry has about 27 awards here on the wall, and I don't have any. So I, I would welcome your award. <clears throat> oh, Harry, give him one. <laughs> so, anyway. My husband and I, we watched um, the vote go in last night, number 14 and 15. We watched both of them. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, and I'm sitting there, and, you know, you're every, they're called all 435 people. Well, if it was 435, but say 422, whatever it was. You know, you, you had to sit through while each and every person got called. And you think, this is so tedious. This is going to go on forever. And then the more I watched it, the more I coveted it. I was getting angry, and I turned and I said to my husband, "Our elections should be as secure as this election that is being that is happening right now." Yes. And, and for, in the House of Congress, yes, there was no mail-in ballot. <laughs> Everybody voted individually, <clears throat> and everything was as secure as it could be. And and if there was no variation from anything, I mean, why can't our municipalities? Have votes like this. That, that, that's we a good have, question. Why can't we have one day? <clears throat> that's that's and a if good you need, question. If you, if you need a mail-in. I mean, look, look, I mean, and I got angry at these people. I, I, they, these people, of all people, they're the lawmakers in our government. They're sitting down and they're putting up with having to go through a tedious, secure election like this. And they give us what? Garbage? Yeah. They tell us we need three months before we can elect someone. And the federal laws get broken, and they do nothing about it federally. Doesn't it make you sick? Yeah, it, it reminds me, well, well, in the good old days, remember, one day, mm-hmm. one election. That was it. Mm-hmm. One election. And the only way you could get a mail-in ballot is if you were disabled or you were in the mm-hmm. hospital or, or something like that. But it was a, on a, a trip. Or on a trip. It was a rare circumstance. And you had to write in for the mail-in ballot, and then they sent it to you, and then, you know, you, you, you mailed it. But there was only a handful of those. And now everybody's doing mail-in and early voting, and it's, it's ridiculous. It should be one day, that's it. You know, it, it, it doesn't work any other way, I, I don't think. So do you have any doubt about, about the integrity of that vote last night? No. Of course not. No, no. But, it, but but we 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 out here we ta- well first of all taxpayers used to be king and now now taxpayers are jerk. Yeah. We sit out here and if we dare say, we don't really trust what what went down in this last election. That's then right. you might get the FBI knocking on your door. Then they're, they're they're striking fear in the citizens of this great country. Something is wrong. Something is seriously and deadly wrong happening in our country i heard it i heard it said maybe a few years uh, no maybe a few weeks ago somebody said this is a well-organized coup what is happening to america and this was a guy who was protecting a whistleblower yeah regarding the ballots i mean of course you remember when we had ballots that didn't have any folds in them yeah. you're not allowed to challenge that do you think this would have been tolerated in that chamber last night no that was as secure as that was as secure as <laughs> 
It doesn't get any more. It doesn't get more secure. Yeah. So, thanks, John. Well, thank you. I really had to thank get you. that off my chest. <laughs> okay. Now you can now you can sleep on it for another week. <laughs> thanks for the call, Linda. DJ in Summers Point. DJ, uh, thanks for calling back. I I, I welcome your call because uh, I want to talk to you about this vendor police thing. But go ahead. Well, uh, I read well, I read about the suit. And then uh, when you mentioned, I went back and did some review before I called called in. Um, the officers did nothing wrong. No, I didn't think so either. Because, and it's not because that's what I used to do for a living. But the bottom line is, unfortunately, this gentleman uh, was, he did have a weapon. Uh, if you don't think a broken, jagged bottle is a weapon, then you've got a problem. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <clears throat> All the evidence was collected properly. You had body cam footage. You had witness statements, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And a grand jury found the officers did not violate the law. Right. And that they applied. And basically what they did is they were justified in using the force the way they did. Right. And that's the bottom line. All right. It's unfortunate. You think these officers want to pull the trigger? No. No. No, no officer wants to pull the trigger. Now, as far as a suit, it doesn't surprise me. Does that really surprise you, John? No, no. Uh, a relative, a surviving relative, especially like a mother or a father or a brother or sister. Yeah. Sue. Well, they're looking for a payday. They're looking for a big, big payday. You know, that's it. And how it works is their attorney will get, you know, there'll be depositions. They'll try to get the officers maybe to say something different than what they said in previous statements, et cetera, et cetera. All right. It'll move through the process. There'll be a review. And then there'll be a chance to maybe settle it before it goes to trial. Yes. See, these attorneys that handle these type of suits, I, and I think you would know this, John. Yeah. Every city has insurance. Yes. They're either by themselves or a part of an insurance pool. All right. And I have been in part of some suits in my career. Yeah. Sometimes the insurance companies will tell the cities and the party, we're going to settle it. We're going to give you X amount of dollars to settle it. Yeah. You don't have to admit you were wrong. You don't have to admit you were right. We're going to settle it, move the case, and get it off the books. And in this case, it, that could probably happen in this case because these officers didn't get indicted. They didn't get charged with anything. No, I know they, they didn't. Even charged. The know. investigation was turned over to a grand jury for possible charges. Yes. And the grand jury said no. That's right. But this does not, it, this does not surprise me. It happens all the time. It, and, and, and is it wrong? Yes. For, to me, I would say if an officer or any person has not been charged criminally, Right or hasn't been found guilty of, of any criminal wrongdoing, they shouldn't be able to get sued. That's right. That's right. But see, they're suing civilly, that's so that's that's where, uh, and that's the old O.J. Simpson rule. It, it, they lost the court case, but you win in civil. That, that's that's standard. Oh yeah. There's all kinds of ways you yeah. can get paid, yeah. and and unfortunately, those and those officers. I I believe I knew two of them. And I might have been involved maybe in training one of them over the years, yeah. you know, way back when. Yeah. But no officer wants to pull the trigger unless they have to. 
Yeah. You know, but what kind of uh, non-lethal stuff can can you uh, carry? Well, the mother mother said, and unfortunately, the yeah. taser the taser didn't work. Well, that's not the officer's fault. Sometimes the weapon will misfire. Yeah, I mean, she said, "Oh, they should have used more mild uh, threats." What are they going to do? Tell tell the tell the kid, please put the bottle down. I mean, I I don't understand this. You know, I what? and the other thing is, what's he doing out on the street? He's obviously disturbed. So why is he even on the street? That that's the other question I have. You know, the, the, yeah. Well, so that wasn't really addressed in anything that I read. What what? How did he reach that point in his life? Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, how to, it, it's really uh, DJ. Thanks for uh, doing the research and looking it up and calling us back. We appreciate it. George is in AC. George, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Good morning, John, and Happy New Year to you. Yes, and happy your entire listening audience, and Happy New Year to you too. Okay. Do we need to go to a break or anything? Are we due for a break? No, not you can you can run with whatever you want to run with. We, we, we're not due okay, yet. Okay. Well, how about if I run with a bag of money or something? Yeah. No? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> run this way. R- run towards the studio. All right. <laughs> I have no idea where the studio is. I'm running in the other direction. Okay. <laughs> well, Even though I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> How about the reason that I called? Okay. Uh, this this entire thing with this uh, selection election of uh, of uh, Speaker McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, I can only speak for myself. I'm not speaking for anybody else. I'm just going to let you know how it all came across to me. Okay. At first, I had a lot of consternation. I didn't really like what was going on. Uh, it really started to bother me. It started to anger me more and more. Uh, when I started to hear things that like with, with this, uh, uh, the Michelle, whatever, the uh, Boebert, Boebert yes, and yes. things like that, and, and Matt Gates and whatever. And as I got into it a little bit more and more, and I started paying attention to it more and more, I began to realize that I, I, I believe it's possibly the best thing that could have happened uh, for the public to be able to see. You know, a little bit of the way that the sausage is made. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, not the way the things are that we want them to be, but to look at things the way that they are. Okay. And I think that this made Speaker McCarthy a much better speaker. Okay. In this next couple of years, I think that the way that this Hakeem Jeffries handled his speech before turning over the gavel and how egregious and god-awful that some of those things were that he was setting up the American public for, which is exactly what the Democrats are so good at, okay? So what I see is the members of the House of Representatives that are in the Republican camp I think are a lot stronger because of this. And I think that the hearings that they're going to have now, let's look forward a little bit. I don't want to look back other than maybe to learn from the past. But if you look forward a little bit, hey, they're going to have hearings after hearings 
If they conduct these hearings in the proper way, they're going to educate the American public, whether it is the weaponization of the FBI, okay, the truth about what is in that laptop, okay? Oh, yeah. Now, nothing is really going to go past Congress, meaning the U.S. House of Representatives, because the Senate isn't going to go along with what the House votes on. That's true. Okay, so it's going to get sh- it's going to get shot down if somehow or another, okay, the Republican-led Congress passes something, and if by chance the Senate passes it well, then Biden's going to shoot it down. So it's going to go nowhere. But guess what? The most important place that it can go is if this is done properly over the next couple of years is the ram all this woke garbage and all of this charges of racism and all of the theft, all of the theft of all of America's dreams that are in that we the people, okay? If this is done properly, then it will be the best thing that could have possibly happened in educating the American people just how god-awful that the left and the Democrats are in the United States of America today, because that's the real problem. Yes. They are, unfortunately the enemy from within. Yes. Okay? Yes, that's so if right. So you're going to be concerned about who is attacking the United States of America? Oh, yeah, okay. I know it's a major, major problem with China. I know it's a major problem with what's going on with Putin and so on. And Mexico. Oh, my God. But we got to accept things the way that they are, not the way that we want them to be. Okay? So the way that they are, the way that that it is, is that's the way sausage is made. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's the way, that's the way that politics is. And for, I'm, I'm sorry to put it this way, John, but for all the Karens out there that are so <laughs> concerned about how, about how horrible that the look was. Okay. Guess what? Wake up, smell the roses, smell the coffee, know what's going on. And what's going on is possibly, I hope and I pray, hopefully the re-education, the beginning of the re-education of the American people about what the founding fathers managed to give to us. Now it's up to us not to screw it up. And this next two years, in my estimation, is possibly the most important two years Yes. In American history. That's right. In American history, John. Yes. Okay? Well said, George. Right. Well said. Well said. Uh, Thanks for the call. Yeah, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Talk with a purpose is the show. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 every Saturday, 9 till noon. I'm John DeMassey. Final thoughts on today's show after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. 
In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 every Saturday, 9 till noon. Good to have you with us. Let's uh, let's take our final call of the morning from the one and only John in Ocean City. <laughs> the call-in junkie, yeah. Uh, regarding the solid charging the cops with a broken bottle, that's a dangerous weapon in the hands of a person that's oh, not yeah. oh, in the yeah. right state of mind. Yes. So what he, he now, was. It's one of the problems in the late... Yeah, in the late 1970s, early 1980s, they started closing down the asylums and letting mentally ill people out in the street. Now, that really happened, and uh, the reason why was there was a lot of criminality going on, abuses going on. Well, you reform. That's what you do. You reform. You don't get rid of it. Those places are there to keep people like him off the street. Yeah, That's right. Okay? That's right. They're criminally insane. Yeah. And then they, they, want to de- they want to defund the cops, but in the early 2000s, I remember... They were bantying the idea of bringing the U.N. bringing foreign troops on the U.S. soil. Now, a lot of those U.N. countries are hostile to the United States of America. And the two top countries in the U.N. are China and Russia. I do not want Russian and Chinese troops on American soil at all. No. But they were talking about doing that. Yeah. This is insane. Now, 14 mammoth Ford plants went belly up in Detroit, Michigan, under Democrat leadership. The state of California was uh, the golden state, the number one state of all 50 mama American states. And now it's an asshole under Democrat leadership. Why why won't we vote freaking Democrat, man? Our border's being overrun from the south by by illegal aliens. And they're not waving American flags. They're coming with their own home country flags. That means they're invading. Yes. They're not coming here legally. It's not being a racist. All 197 countries on the face of the earth have... I have immigration laws. So do we, but we're not enforcing them. That's right. And yes, we uh, him shutting him shutting down the Keystone XL pipeline, and also what the Colonial pipeline too, and also not allowing permits to be used. That shows an incompetent guy that doesn't know what he's doing, or does he know what he's doing? But the thing is, is that we can't have these destructive people any longer doing what they're doing. Yeah, we can't have another four years of a Gavin Newsom or uh, oh, a, a Phil oh. Murphy or no. Oh my now, God! We, we have to we. We have to come out and force and vote against these creeps, man. Thank you. Thanks, John. He almost gave me another stroke. <laughs> Are you kidding? Four more, four years of Gavin Newsom as president? Oh, my God. <laughs> Whew. Or how about Phil Murphy? Whew, that's even worse. Murphy doesn't have a shot, believe me. Uh, do I have time? What, I got two minutes? Two minutes? <laughs> Only in California. Real quick, an annual report from the California Justice Department showed that black drivers continue to be pulled over by law enforcement agencies 
at disproportionate rates, reflecting a bias in policing that can cause lasting harm in communities. This, I'm not, not making this up. The California Racial and Identity Profiling Advisory Board reported that 58 California law enforcement agencies and their officers used force against people perceived as blacks 2.2 times the rate of individuals perceived as white. They looked at 3.1 million vehicle and pedestrian stops and found that law enforcement agencies stopped and searched black people 2.2 times as often as whites. This is from California. Nowhere else. (laughs) Only in California can this happen. Well, that's going to put the wraps on the first edition of 2023 of Talk With a Purpose. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. And thanks to you, the great callers and listeners of this program, for participating. Because without you, it's simple. We don't have a show. I'm John DeMassey. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great week, and we'll do it all over again next Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You take care.